But you didn't expect us to be early today, huh? Nobody's here. <laughs> no, the chat's just opened up. But uh, yeah, uh, for the first time in a while, we got, we got both our guests here on time. We're all ready to go. Uh, how's everybody feeling here today? Good. Yeah. Always, always welcome and uh, excited to be around you guys and be on the pod. It's fun. Likewise. I like having a, you here. I'm, I'm glad. I'm genuinely glad. I think we're all still waking up. I took like a little nap before we got here. And oh, I went I'll to... Be, I went to a brewery. I found out I drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just now? Well, well, no. I I always kind of figured, but like I went to there's a liquor store like right down the block from it. Yeah. And I was like, I'll take some some mini bottles. That, oh, they got the big one. <laughs> <laughs> so drink a lot or just like high tolerance? Because I uh, think there's a difference. No, I think just drink a lot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to give you an out, man. Like, no, I, uh, not, I got a high tolerance, which sucks sometimes. It, I, it can. It, it does, can. yeah. But I've also learned how to game the system a little bit, like uh, which beers have the least alcohol percentage and like how to coast. Apparently, like uh, the UK is really famous for doing – I forgot what it's called, but it's a fear of the beer halfway and then fill the rest with Sprite as a way to kind of water it down. What the fuck? I mean, if, it, I, if you're drinking a Bud Light, I'm not sure you'll taste it. Yeah, but <laughs> wild. It's, it's not, Bud Light's I, not the best mixer, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's you're Pride ruining Month. my spray. No, no, no. Uh, no I, I think, man, that's wild. And so the cheat to the system is sugar. You get a whole bunch of them sugar mixed cocktails, that shit'll put you down. Yeah. Oh, I avoid cocktails unless it's like a brunch type thing. Oh, man. The only cocktail I think I do sip on every so often is probably mimosa, and then that's it. Like, I do not do the sugar. Oh, margaritas, but man, I don't do the sugar. It's agave. It doesn't spike your insulin as hard. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. It's It's agave syrup. (laughs) Well, depending on who's making it. Some will do the simple instead of the agave like it's supposed to. Yeah, there's some shitty margaritas out there. That's why Applebee's sells them for two bucks. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> oh, not too man. proud or Mexican to admit I've had a few. Oh, <laughs> Chewy's has some bomb ones. So Chewy's puts them down. You can put them down. And then the beer readers, that's yeah. what I like also. The beer oh, readers. Oh, the beer readers yeah. are good. Yeah. Uh, I've been starting a tradition that uh, every time we go review a movie at Gateway, right across, I go to Chewy's for that famous purple margarita right before. Oh, nice. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Let me redo my list to include Everclear. No. <laughs> <laughs> 2.15 a.m. in the U.K., but the excellence is calling my name. Oh, sweet. We have Wait, somebody. Oh, my God. <laughs> in the U.K., actually? Holy shit. Fuck yeah. That's dope. Thank you, bro. Also, okay, yeah. Also, there's apparently like a huge Latino population. Is there? Yeah. In, in, at like, the U.K.? In the UK yeah. I didn't know that. Did yeah, not know that. There's, um, I forgot what they call them, but they, there's like a whole little like section on TikTok. And it's like. Boricuas, Mexicanas, like uh, mm-hmm. Cubanos and everything. And I think military family probably, but they, yeah, there's like a huge community of Latinos I, out there. I have like grazed that mm-hmm. corner of TikTok a little bit because I did get one guy that was like, you know, speaking to me in a really like thick heavy, accent. thick yeah. British, like, oi, bruv, like <laughs> Cockney kind of accent. And then he was like, Yes, I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing to me? <laughs> 
Did you ever? Uh, I saw this on TikTok, and it was one of the strangest things. It was like people probably think this dude is racist, but he's just a white guy that grew up in China, so he has the <laughs> accent like he's talking. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's, oh that's rough. <laughs> oh man, that's wild. That's a real quick way to get your ass whooped. I mean, I've. I have seen this one, which is white guys that talk like they're they're from Jamaica because they are from Jamaica. Like it is oh, a yeah, legitimate, yeah, yeah. like legitimate thing. But everyone's like, "Oh, why are you like patronizing or being racist?" He's like, "No, dude, I'm from. I'm, well, I'm not gonna make the accent, but still, <laughs> yeah, I'm from Kingston. Yeah. I'll do it for you. I'm from the island." <laughs> Uh, Rico Heroes here in the chat, uh, and then the, the UK person, Serenity's back. Uh, people are not expecting us to be on time, so they're probably going to join a little right. bit later. <laughs> That's all good. My asthma doctor has figures the alcoholics would show up on time for the. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny for alcoholics showing up on time? I don't make very many happy hours because they have the weirdest hours. Yeah, man, it's like right after you get in work. I don't know, man. I like I had a. I can't um, fight that traffic, bro. (laughs) (laughs) For real, and then like you just like swamp ass. That just like and I, I like yesterday was to a business meeting right after work, and I was just like, bro, I. Reek. There's no way. I mean, I'm, I'm in the middle of Gabriela's, and there's no way somebody doesn't fucking smell me. Like, I'm like, bro, this is not good. Not good. They're also. You are also right. They're right after work. It's like five to seven. I'm like, by the time I get off work at five, I need to spend thirty minutes just kind of like a whale, a beached whale, just. Yeah. <laughs> so, I. Went to Redhorn like immediately after I clocked out because now I'm far. Like, yeah, it used to be my favorite brewery because it's right there. <laughs> but now it's like I'm looking at an hour at five, bro. Like, <laughs> like just in traffic, not even to get there. <laughs> but uh, gotta find another brewery, bro. Oh no, I did. That's why. Oh, it's okay. not, <laughs> that's why it's not my number one no more. But they do have my favorite beer. <laughs> it's like I have to go get it. <laughs> I mean, the the problem is where JJ lives because I used to live where JJ lives. Is the breweries are slowly dying. Yeah. Oh shit! Wait, where? Where are you stand? Just right I, across the highway. Yeah, I live oh, like on okay. the other side of one eighty three. So Aldebert's is gone. Fourth Tap is gone. Like you, you have to do something really touristy, like sell us. Sorry for all the inside baseball, but for especially since we have someone across the ocean today. But like, uh, I would say half the breweries in North Austin are dead. Yeah. COVID, man. I think COVID got most of them, honestly. I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big guy on breweries. I like beer. I can also just tell you straight up, I don't know, like, shit about beer. Just about the making of it. Because all whiskey starts with beer. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. I, I, mean, like, <laughs> I know what the fucking IPA is, a stout, a porter. And then after that, I'm just kind of lost. Like, I Mexican lager and then... I don't. I couldn't tell you what the fuck a Hefeweizen is. <laughs> what the fucking difference? Put an orange between. on it. I, <laughs> see, that's what I thought. That was wheat beers, and apparently, wheat beers are different from Hefeweizen. I'm like, fucking. Bro. Oh man, I don't know. Not this. Uh, the funny thing is about this is like, um, we're gonna have a lot of alcohol, of liquor content. Me and JJ are gonna cover a lot of beer content. But yesterday, I was just like, as I was thinking of my list, I was like. Yeah, no one from the wine realm is going to be here today. (laughs) I mean, I'll say this. I got one that... uh, Is aged? It's touching on wine. And uh, it's like probably the closest that we'll get to anything that has like 
any kind of wine residual. But yeah, that's about it. Yeah, no, I heard Dracula say I never drink wine one time, and I was like, Dracula's cool. I don't follow Dracula's lead. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, um, and this is something you said when we were like 19, and it was like, and this is all of you, I'd like, because when it comes to whiskey and uh, beers, like there's certain brands and stuff that you trust. I don't think I've ever bought the same bottle of wine every time I buy wine. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can oh. tell you for damn sure I have. <laughs> so I know um, the crazy thing is I actually feel like I know wine a little bit more than I do beers just because yeah. when I was at liquor sale retails and all that shit, I actually was the wine guy by force. Right, yeah. So I actually had to learn a lot of that shit, and I feel a little bit more comfortable with, like, food pairings with wines mm -hmm. than I do with beer pairings with foods. It's weird. Yeah, no, that makes sense, because I, I, wine is kind of, like, the rules are already there. Like, if you're eating fish, white. If you're eating red meat, red wine. Like, that's the rules are already kind of there, but past that... Sometimes I don't know what a Merlot is. Like I'm like, oh, like it's the it's that's the red one. Like <laughs> I moved on to picking the wine that has a picture of a house. To now I'm picking the one that's named after a sex position. <laughs> I bought cowgirl wine the other day. <laughs> it was pretty good wine. <laughs> oh man! See, I, I just remember like what, the story from high school where when we were 19 it was that. Uh, if it has a picture of a house, it's great. If it has a picture of an animal, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's not true, though, anymore. Four no. horses. Four horses is top notch. They're actually, they've got a bourbon barrel age red wine or red blend, something like that. That, like, won awards a couple years ago. Yeah, I've had enough house wine to, to tell you that that's not true anymore. <laughs> the ratio has shifted. Yeah, uh, Kendall Jackson also, for those who are... <laughs> Wine Kindle, nuts. Kendall Jackson, Jackson has been like um, the nice wine at an okay restaurant most of the time. Like I yeah. think at Olive Garden they have Kendall Jackson. Yeah, Kendall Jackson. The bottle is also like eight dollars. It doesn't matter what style. It is. <laughs> so it's good, affordable, and if you're paying for like eight dollars for a glass at any restaurant, don't do it. It's not worth it. Uh, Rudiman, I would love to go to Scotland. Going to Glasgow is on my to-do list i'm just waiting for flights to go down a little bit that's what, like yeah. right now because i i don't know what exactly what's happening like i'm not that much of an economist head but i just know flying is way more expensive than it was pre-covid and i know airlines are still just trying to make their money back overall yeah bro isla i want to go to the islas for the isla whiskeys in scotland and then um oh my god Main town in Ireland. I want to go to Dublin. Ireland. Dublin. Dublin. Dublin? Yeah, that would be dope. I thought it, uh, one of my cousins has a really funny story where his best friend went to Ireland and bought him a bottle of Jameson. And he was like, this is straight from the factory. And he was like, if you bought this at the liquor store, would I know the difference? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that with Guinness, yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> you can. <laughs> I, I'm not a fucking Guinness fan, but evidently, yeah, it's like completely different quality over there. I have heard that actually. Um, what's the name of the the wizard, the comic book artist, the the one that did the Watchmen originally? Oh, Alan Moore. Alan Moore, <laughs> uh, fucking Rasputin. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Moore had a really funny story where he came to Austin, and um, they were like, "Dude, I want a Lone Star. I want a Lone Star." And everyone was like, "But Lone Star is really shit. Like, why don't you enjoy a Shiner at least or something?" He's like. I don't want lip from any of you Yanks. You fucking love Guinness, and it's trash beer where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to fucking Shiner. They just started making whiskey. Oh, oh for really? Real? Yes. They announced and opened up their uh, distillery officially to the public uh, Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Damn, that's when I was in San Antonio. I fucked up. <laughs> I mean, so, Shiner's in this weird place. It's like going towards Right, it's Houston. like in between. <laughs> yeah. But we could always make a trip. I don't know. Fuck it. Man, just, I'm, I really want to get out there. I mean, I, I wanted to get out there just for the beer anyways, but fuck. I'm excited to see what they're doing for their whiskey. They only have three main spirits right now, a gin, a vodka, and then a, what they're calling shine. Mm-hmm. But it's just white dog. Um, oh, okay. so they got whiskey going into barrels right now. We'll see when it comes out, but yeah. All right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and start the show. I do thank you all for coming in. Some more people are, are showing up. Like I said, people are not used to starting on time. Uh, that should be the regular from here on out. I'm going to do everything in my power to make it so, but right now I'm going to start the show. Thank you all for coming out. It is the time for the scene countdown, top five alcohols, but I am not alone. Across from me, we have one of the best, biggest consumers of alcohol I've ever met in my life. Yeah, that could be either of y'all. <laughs> I was like, damn. Right. <laughs> Flip a coin. Uh, well, to get a little bit specialer of an introduction, uh, the member of the ATX Whiskey Society is here today. El Whiskey Lero, Emiliano. Appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, man. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, in the surfer shirt. Yeah, I spent my grocery money on this list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm JJ. <laughs> uh, my wildest spring break, which was in the middle of my deployment, uh, my friend Robert told me uh, something that I will never forget, where it's like, beer can be food, but food cannot get you drunk. <laughs> Damn, wiser words have never been spoken, man. Hell yeah. Uh, on that note, uh, this is going to be our top five alcohol list, so any beer... Uh, beer, wine, or liquor by name. No mixed drinks, uh, because then that opens things up way too far out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we're not we're not bartenders. Um, but yeah, th- just before we started the show, I wanted to uh, do a R.I.P. to the Iron Sheik, just as one of my favorite characters and people of all time. Uh, sorry that, that it was really sad, almost out of the blue news that he passed away yesterday. Yeah, man. How old? Uh, he was, he was, he was he, up there. No, he was no. like 82. 82, okay. Yeah. All right. It, um, on the bright side, not many wrestlers from the 80s actually made it to even 70. Yeah, man. Uh, I think Roddy Piper did an interview when he was like 58, and he's like, I'm not going to live to collect my social security checks. Oh, my 
God. Yeah. And, oh. I mean, Fuck. the Iron Sheik just kept rolling around doing random things, like showing up on Jerry Springer and having one of the most entertaining Twitters that people that don't even watch wrestling were, like, invested in at that point. Yeah. What's wild? So, wasn't... he? I know he and Sabu worked together and, like, trained together. Aren't, aren't they related? Because Iron Sheik in real life was, like, Italian. No, no, Iron no, Sheik no. is actually... Is uh, he actually? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Sabu is, like, he is actually Italian. So I think Sabu is the nephew of the original Sheik. Okay. So I think... The, that might be who I'm thinking about. Yeah, and the, okay. I think the, the original Sheik trained the Iron Sheik and, like... Yeah. Yeah, I know there was... I just don't rem- didn't remember who was before, but so, so the okay. the Italian dude is a guy that was a member of like an ECW group called Full Blooded Italians. Yes, and then they just wrote him off TV for a little bit. And when he came back because it was nine eleven, he was playing a terrorist. Oh, uh, that guy! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And um, Ahmad Hassan, Ahmad Hassan, God damn, bro. And his actual, he's he's super Italian and he's like a principal of a school. Like, uh, he just got promoted like recently. Holy shit, yeah, that dude was like a teacher. So now he's super Nintendo charmer. Man, I'll say this ECW is where most of my like knowledge is, and then like. 2003 to 2010 ish WWE, but yeah, I'm not as knowledgeable, uh, knowable, knowledgeable as uh, others. I'm trying to find a picture of him as a principal. Like, there we go. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. damn. And then just uh, the WWE and their um, need for racist gimmicks was just like, all right, just put. Uh, turban yeah, on him. Now yeah. I remember. <laughs> I remember that a hundred percent. Holy shit! So with cheeky baby gone, now we must all hate on Hulk Hogan twice as hard. <laughs> sure, right? Yeah. He's a dick. Right? Yeah, yeah, huge dick. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and on the note of huge, well, I'm not oh. that. No. <laughs> on, on people that we should hate. Fuck you, Pat Robinson. Glad you're gone. Oh, bro. (laughs) Sheik's up there making you humble. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody, I did hear somebody this morning, uh, or not here, but see somebody this morning um, make the joke that uh, it was Sheik's last, like, move. (laughs) 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 Well, guys, I kind of like it when those, like, that's like, because the same thing happened with Macho Man. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was going to be the rapture. <laughs> like, there was some sort of uh, doomsday prediction. Oh. And then the day before. 2012? No, 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 no. It wasn't 2012. It was another one. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Pick your yeah. poison. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those random yeah, ones. Okay. But not an important Mayan one. But <laughs> <laughs> well, the calendar flipped. That's, a, that's what, like, was un- misunderstood. Like, the calendar right. actually flipped. It started back over. But. You know, people are just like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's articles about it too. Rapture called off. Randy Savage holds end of time in his hands. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Going down swinging. But uh, I'll go ahead and get this started. That way we can go ahead and um, end it with our special guest here today. Um, My number five is uh, so it. 
I put this – this was more based on emotional impact than my top five because it's mm. just hard at that point. Yeah, yeah. I've drank too many types of bourbon. I've drank – because there was even a, I went through everything except gin at some point. I've never had a gin phase, because no, no. Nah. <laughs> I make gin and I'm just like, no, it ain't, <laughs> it ain't it, bro. It ain't it. There's sexy ones out there that'll pique your interest, but no, not the move. Uh, so th- these are more just like personal stories kind of thing. And uh, number five, this is the only I've only had this once because it's. 200 it's 180 to 228 dollars a bottle and uh hey i'm not i'm no judgment (laughs) well that's what well i'm also big on because it's expensive it doesn't mean it's good that's a general lesson for all you young alcoholics out there uh patron is not very very good when it comes to tequila and you can uh, use that with almost everything except vodka because even a really good vodka is only 30 (laughs) dollars I, I won't stray away from your story, but the crazy thing with Patron yeah. is that they're actually, as a distillery, the leading distillery in Mexico yeah. for envi- environmental awareness. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. That I didn't know. So they actually let an entire quarter of all of their agave crops die so that bats can feed on them and pop- populate and pollinate. That's so awesome. An agave plant, when it like sprouts and the flower comes out of the stem, it dies because there's no yeah. like alcohol, and so it, it there's no all that energy is put into the sprouting of the flower, and so yeah, they actually like let that to conserve nature and to help the dying and the endangered Mexican whitetail bats populate. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah that, so all right. So not I, great te- tequila. <laughs> yeah. and they are actually very weird. One of the uh, additive-free tequilas. Really? Well, that yes. part I did not know. Yeah. yeah. They don't have any additives in their in their juice. Hmm. All right. Number five. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Patron's five. earning some points now. <laughs> um, hey, guys. Marco here. Just wanted to remind you guys to use Mans- uh, Max 20 on your Manscaped purchases. Uh, I... Sing its praises all the time. At this point, they've taken such good care of us, giving us almost any product that you can think of under the sun. Uh, beard trimmer that is the best beard trimmer that I've ever used. I got it for my dad. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, he's not listening to this. <laughs> I mean, he only speaks Spanish, too. So That as well. <laughs> and he only knows how to use YouTube. Key, take your time on this one. <laughs> But uh, no, the beard trimmer is literally the easiest to clean. It's like a magic eraser to get rid of all your hair. Um, The original Manscaped uh, tool is also one of the best things I've ever ever used. The lawnmower 4.0. I mean... And man, right now that it's hot boy season, you definitely want to get you some of them underwear. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You you definitely want to stop that chub rub as best you can. Just stops the chub rub and it breathes. <laughs> it's the wonder bra of of uh, men's underwear. <laughs> breathes, lifts, and separates. One hundred percent. The nose beard trimmer is easy to use. The cologne and the uh, body wash are literally on any date that I go to. It's the, uh, it's the female's favorite scent. Like it. It does smell amazing, and I do recommend using it. Reuse all their products, and use Mex20 to get a 20% discount on, and free shipping. And uh, JJ, what will your balls do? They will thank you. We'll be right back with the show, ladies and gentlemen.
No, my number five is um, even when you buy this at a bar, it's $25, $30 a shot. Um, I came back from deployment. Everybody has full pocketbooks, but I didn't actually pay for this shot. Um, me and my buddies, uh, we were getting hit on by like 35, 40-year-old moms at this bar that we went out to. And they're like, what do you want? Anything that you that you want is free, one, one of it. And I was like, cool, I'll take the Johnny Walker Blue. Twenty five dollars a shot. Where are you going? That's I'm say this. That's cheap. (laughs) Twenty five bucks for Johnny Blue. This was uh in a this was in Alaska too. Like what? (laughs) Dog. It's got to be more. Bro, that's insane. It's got to be pretty fucking hard to get it over there. (laughs) Twenty five dollars. That's that's fucking mind blowing. That's actually. Fucking crazy. I think when I worked at the last bar that I worked at, the the, the highest top shelf liquor was uh, Don Julio 1942, and that was thirty five dollars a shot. So, um, yeah, the fact that we were getting Johnny Walker Blue for twenty five, it was just like I wouldn't buy that, but um, man, it was worth. It. <laughs> it wasn't my money. <laughs> yeah, that's like a that's almost a three hundred something dollar bottle now. Is it? Like, has it gone up a lot? So, um, again, not stray off too far. Uh, During the Trump era, he put a whole bunch of regulations for um, importing of whiskeys and spirits. And so the biggest embargoes that were put on for spirits was scotch whiskey. And so when he got out, the first day that Biden took office, he actually struck out that rule and got rid of a whole bunch of the embargoes. We're still evidently not going to see that change for like another year, at at least when it comes to pricing. But then now we might not see it change because one of the laws in, I think, the UK, and I don't know my European politics, but it's going to impact Scotland. Oh, Brexit? uh, No, there's a new law where it's like 70-something percent of any bottle as far as cost wise needs to go to taxes so like a $300 bottle 70% of that is going to taxes so it might (laughs) yeah scotch whiskey might spike up even more but the yeah, value. it is. It is I mean, like a three hundred. Yeah, uh, just looking it up online, this is one hundred and ninety to two hundred and sixty dollars. Yeah, and this is also Johnny uh, Johnny Walker Blue is actually pretty good about selling mini, like not mini, but like but some the, of the other. They don't do that for Blue. Blue, <laughs> you need to buy a full. <laughs> they do have pints. Oh, they do have they pints do. now. You All have right. to go. So. I don't work with them anymore, but like kind of a former tag as an employer. But WB Liquors, yeah, during the Christmas and holiday season, and then even Father Day, Father's Day coming up, uh, they'll get little like whiskey or Scotch whiskey sets. And one of the ones that obviously always cleared out was the little fifty to one hundred mil bottles of the uh, Johnny Walker Blue. So you can. You just gotta look for it. Well, I've seen the sets, but I've never seen it sold individually. Individually, that, yeah. that's the one thing yeah. that I haven't seen. Uh, and this is what Johnny Walker Blue looks like. Uh, it's very, it's very, very smooth. Uh, I did enjoy it a lot. It was funny because the lady was like, "Oh, that was so good. Let's take, let's order another round." But there was just eight of us. <laughs> I, uh, feel kind of bad about that but i mean i had just come back from deployment so i was like all right that was that was kind of a fun experience um but yeah it kind of kicked off the first night we were back uh 
I came back from deployment in October, so it was also like everyone was wearing Halloween costumes, and Halloween in general is one of my favorite times to go out and drink. But uh, that's my number five. JJ, what's yours? My number five. So Okay, <laughs> so I think I'll go ahead and start with uh, where I was just at. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, Red Horn, which was formerly my favorite brewery, but now I live too damn far. <laughs> so... Austin Beer Works, you're number one. <laughs> Just got promoted, baby. <laughs> Austin Beer Works is really good at their experimental beers because they, they, they have like four that they're known for. Fire Eagle, Peacemaker, something else, something else. But like their experimental beers, when you go in, like half the menu isn't for like canned consumption and it's pretty good. Yeah, I generally get the experimentals when I go. But uh, this is... One of the first beers that I had when I moved over to Austin, like at a brewery, one of my first uh, brewery experiences, it is a candy milk stout. I do love me my stouts. <laughs> and I bought it based on the name because when they originally launched it, they called it Jimmy Superfly Snicker. Oh, man, bro. <laughs> that's, that's, that's sick. But uh, now I don't know if they caught a case from Snickers or because of uh, Jimmy Superfly's uh, case. <laughs> <laughs> they decided to change the name and it is now just Superfly. But it is really, really smooth, really good. Um, if you have a palate for stouts, because I know a lot of people don't have that palate. Oh, they, they, just, they used to have a label for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had to get the Crowler. For some reason, they don't have it already canned. But yeah, yeah. they did start selling it at stores around here. Hey, what a Peroni. <laughs> Peroni is the best. Peroni I don't good. know what that is. First time chatter. Oh, uh, Alessandro? Alessandro. Alessandro Roma. Alessandro Roma. Oh, isn't Peroni the one from the, um, the meme? Like, I was going to... Oh, wait, no, that's a beer. I don't know. Italian, Italian beer. beer. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> is it because it's pepperoni? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I was just don't fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I, I don't want to be like, I'm sure Peroni is a good beer. I don't like buying beer not in America, most outside of Eastern Europe when I was there. Because um, a lot of them, like, maybe it's because I went to a lot of Asian countries and rice beer is rice beer. Like, yeah. What, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Hell. Of the ones I've had, yeah. <laughs> They're like, yep. It's I, Miller Lite. <laughs> I've had, I definitely had this before. <laughs> no, but uh, this has uh, chocolate, peanut, and caramel notes. Of course, if you don't have a palate for stouts, you're not going to get any of that. Yeah, you're just gonna get the bitter, harsh beer flavors. But I do have a palate for stouts, so man, I've never, <laughs> I've never tagged. I love stouts and yeah. and porters and everything, but I've never tagged stouts for like being bitter. Me no. either. No. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if that's just like whiskey uh, flavor pro profile or palate going into that, and like I'm experienced with those flavor notes, but I've never tagged them. I was like, yeah, bitter. And people usually say that about stouts. Yeah, like every time I've tried to introduce someone to a stout, <laughs> I always get the same reaction where they're like, ah, ah, ah. 
I'll say that there is some that are just like gotcha, like <laughs> barrel aged stouts. If you, oh yeah, no, if you ain't ready, you ready, man. Uh, Goose Island, Goose yeah, I've had Goose Island. It's one of my favorites. But the year that they dropped their whiskey into the um, one of twelve barrels, holy shit, man, that one was rough. That was rough. Uh, when so. When I first moved over to Austin, uh, one of my friends, uh, he's really into beer, and I've made beer with him before. So honorable mention, any homebrew. Like, if you know someone that <laughs> makes beer, hang out with that guy. <laughs> um, but uh, he he was uh, telling me, like, oh, you need to hit up Specs, dude, because they got the Bourbon County. Like, yes, they got yeah. a four-pack of Bourbon County. You just got to ask the guy, and he'll give it to you. <laughs> It's like, yeah. what the um, hell is that? And I got in, and I was like, that was, "That's one of the first beers." One that is up all on. you need. Yeah. <laughs> Why did he give me four? Oh, <laughs> um, dragon's milk stuff. Yeah, fucking top, top one. Oh, that's one of JJ's favorites for sure. I, I do like say, dragon so milk. I, I don't know. I mean, if you've looked for them recently, but the word is that they stopped distributing to Texas. The what? Dragon's milk. Dragon's milk. I don't know. Yeah. I I still see it at HEB when I go. Okay. I I mean I just haven't looked for it all also. Um but another brewery turned distillery, they also make their own whiskey. Oh really? Out of their stout. <laughs> it's supposed to be like fucking top. Alright. I need to make a trip. <laughs> Before it's gone. Well, <laughs> Apparently it's a regular product that they're gonna do, but it's only at the distillery. Okay. So yeah. yes. So we gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we went to when Fierce Whiskers opened up here. Yeah, bro. And they had like they said they had like ten. I I'm not sure we tried all of them. Like ten like, spirits. Spirits. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were like, we can only sell one in the stores right now. So I was like, okay. So I guess that happens all the time, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. S- well, they had to well, age it. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So, yeah, because <laughs> so uh, actually, this weekend is their release of their first like actual mainstay product, which is their rye whiskey. Oh, okay. Um, so that is being released officially this week. Um, at the distillery or this Saturday at the distillery, but they do have like an insane line of shit. There's like white rum, age rum. They have like two or three agave spirits, um, a gin, vodka, like a whole bunch of crazy shit. But yeah, they're pretty solid. Also, fucking sexy Rick House. That Rick House. Oh that yeah. Thing, oh yeah. Building, yeah. One point <laughs> two million dollars. Oh shit. Jesus. Yeah. It's like one of the most expensive Rick houses. I'm I met the owners at the opening weekend mm-hmm. kind of thing cuz that's where we went. I yeah. I'm one of those like weirdos that looks at like what event is going on. And um when we went I, I there was a dude that walked up to me and he was just like, "Hey man, like try this." And I, I think it was the rum. I don't really remember. Um, just because it was a year ago, not because I got fucked up. I was about up. to say, like, yeah. why, why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we did he, go to East afterwards. That Afterwards, yes. I guess. <laughs> but not there. It's just kind of one of those things where I didn't commit it to memory, but it was like a small Asian man. He's like, yeah, this is mine. I own this place kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I did not expect the owner to just be walking around being like, hey, man. Which is what I would do if I was him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because I think he's Chinese-born but raised in Houston, and then he oh he had no Houston. accent at all. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, and I, like I said, raised in Houston, but yeah, no, I uh, met him in passing uh, about a year and a half ago, um, and then I got their first release of their like single barrel, 
And that shit is fucking good. And that was only like two-ish years old. So that was really fun. Good. Five oh. O'Clock Shadow was what it was called. Yeah. Super sexy. Now I'm excited. I'm going back to Specs this Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Fierce Whiskers, if you're an Austin local, uh, they are doing something really cool. I believe that they, like, so they, they're handing out like secret ninja tickets to people that go out paddleboarding on... Um, Fuck. <laughs> I don't have a paddleboarding well, body you only, anymore. You, only have, you have to reserve a time and stuff like that. And then, like, when you reserve a time, they give you the GPS coordinates. <laughs> so I don't know how you get there either because I don't like having my phone out on Lady Bird Lake. But, like, you go, you paddle up to it and they give you, like, all these, like, high, cool cocktails. Like, when we were there, they had right, all yeah, those yeah. cocktails too. Bro, I'm going to get fucking lost. <laughs> I'm be like down the Rio Grande, like wait a minute, (laughs) (laughs) shit looks familiar. (laughs) All right, uh, what is your number five? Uh, Are we drinking? Yeah, yeah, of course. Hey, man. Uh, So this is actually the one that I was gonna say. uh, uh, Um, Touched up on wine just a little bit uh so this is actually from modest and sons they are and you used to be in mainer um there we go good little pick um used to be in mainer now moved out towards wimberley yeah um this is the tom roy it is their single malt whiskey that they actually aged out for i think about six months to eight months something like that um in former brandy barrels that were used and made by another Texas distillery out in Blanco, um, Andalusia. Thank you. So, thank you. Andalusia, Texas brandy um, barrel that these guys took, dropped their whiskey into it, and the Tom Roy is named after uh, Papa Mataset, who is one of the owners of it. So, I really like it. It is grain forward, but you get some of that nice, sweet orange brandy right on the palate. I've actually never had a whiskey that isn't brandy forward that I didn't like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just not. I, I I just need to go to more whiskey. <laughs> That's what I'm learning at the end of this. Let's find the GPS to that thing. <laughs> Let's go paddleboarding. I didn't know. Mainer Jordan, ever, I'm sorry. We're gonna... <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know Mainer ever had the infrastructure infrastructure for stuff like so that. So they've got Mainer's actually got two distilleries. This so these guys moved out to Wimberley, still own the location where they were initially uh, based out of, um, and are using it as an aging house. Mm-hmm. But the other distillery out in Mainer is like a super tiny shack, no bigger, I'm not joking, than this apartment. And sure. it's two guys, an engineer and I think a chemical or mechanical engineer, um, who are the distiller's banner. And you can also only find their bottles at Total Wine Specs that come in pints, and it's a wheat whiskey. And they are doing crazy shit. Every single bottle is a single barrel. So that means one barrel at a time is dumped, bottled, sold to the market. Um, but, yeah, those are the only two distilleries out yeah, in the area. Yeah, I was surprised when Elgin was getting a brewery kind of thing. I didn't know that stuff pops up there all the oh, time. Yeah. yeah, Circle is moving to Elgin. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. Again, I'm not huge on breweries, so I, I'll tell you whiskey out the ass. I, I know, like, damn near the entire fucking map for well, where to, everybody's at. Together, we can... Con- <laughs> <laughs> hey, again, all whiskey starts as beer, man. All whiskey starts as beer, so... I actually was playing with the idea of having... Uh, I mean, um, 
I've never met this dude, but he has his own beer podcast called The Beerist, and I was like, oh, he'd probably want to want in on this topic. But then it's, I mean, I spent all day today fucking around at a car dealership getting my windows tinted. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you needed this drink. <laughs> and this is a really good drink, too. This is really smooth. It's really good. Uh, this, you should still maybe be able to find it out um, at Specs. But, uh, yeah, the Tom Roy, they only come in little pint bottles, and it was a limited batch. So whatever you find out there is, like, it. I'll ask around. <laughs> well, uh, my number four is uh, pretty easy to find. I just like this one because um, my hometown is not very big on experimentation. Um, me and uh, our couple other friends used to always joke around that it's just like, if you ever own a bar, just have three taps of Bud Light and everyone will be happy. <laughs> <laughs> my swag. We had, we had beers at... Our gender reveal that we just did two weeks ago, he didn't get one because it wasn't that light. Like, Bro, fucking Dos nothing? All right, fine. I would never understand. Oh, I, I thought, like, the beer label was going to be, like, the reveal. So I was like, oh. <laughs> we had a girl then. <laughs> um, what's the other thing? Um, people think that the beer is cooler just because of like the name Michelob Ultra that means it's ultra good <laughs> no one knows that it's like um, hey sometimes that, that, it pays off <laughs> <laughs> that, that's true but it, it doesn't have they're not getting the ones with cool names they're getting the ones that say like hey, this one says Budweiser Select so it's selected for me and it's like dude all that means that it just has less carbs that's all they're going for and I did not know that until I was 20 but still <laughs> um, so I love trying this kind of stuff I but I did get into it at an early age I worked at a restaurant and then the guy there was a bit of a connoisseur and he would always be like, try this, try this. It very entry level, like trying a Negra Modelo was probably like a big thing for my family. Like my mom thought that was that beer was too bitter. So I don't know what she'd do with that stout, honestly. <laughs> but um, so one of the things that I would always buy, and that's because one of my best friends is from Louisville. He would always champion Maker's Mark. Ooh. So I started drinking Maker's Mark all the time because I was like, hey, it has my name on it. <laughs> um, and also because uh, I'm not from that area, obviously. I'm here from here in Texas. There, uh, People from Kentucky always talk shit on Jack Daniels because it's like, oh, you're not from Bourbon County. You're not really bourbon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. You finish your story first, man. It's a whole fucking wild beef that they got over there. That's not <laughs> Not my fucking problem. It's the same thing as champagne. It's not champagne unless it's from, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not bourbon unless it comes from Bourbon County. That bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> and um, so I would buy Maker's Mark, which is a little, just a little bit stronger. It's not 80 proof. I think it's 90 something 94. or 94. 94. Yeah. yeah. 94, 96, something like that. So um, I would buy a bottle. Go do uh, take it around like when we would party because I was in the army from like when I was twenty one to like twenty four like prime drinking age, and um, I normally have stuff I have it like half a bottle left over like because I, like it was just sh for shots really, um, but every time I'd come home the bottle would be gone, I'm like, and my and I'd be like mom. 
dad, did you drink my stuff? And then my dad was, um, at the time he's, he had a heart attack or something. So he was like, no, I'm not drinking at all. Like I, I, he was on like, I'm only eating asparagus and water, like kind of shit. <laughs> and my mom was like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not drinking that ugly ass liquid kind of thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. And, um, Found out that, like, my grandma was drinking it the entire fucking time. <laughs> 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 it's always the ones you least expect, bro. Me gusta que me quema. Didn't chill it, no mixers, just poured it straight into a glass and was just... I mean, that's the way I drank it, but my grandma didn't... She wasn't tasting the whiskey. She was just like... It, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's like when it burns it's good and um on the i remember when Cheers she had throats headaches whatever you got that's exactly what she was going for <laughs> and I, I remember my grandma like she was telling me she's like well i mean it burns but it's not that bad because i i don't know exactly what brand or was but apparently she was like i we used to drink mezcal all the time and I know mezcal has had this renaissance now where it's like the, the hipster thing to drink. <laughs> it's fucking killing me. You're right. Yeah. But it's fucking killing me. But like at somewhere in the 60s to the 80s, my grandma was like, it's just the drunks that drink mezcal. Mezcal is the poor man's tequila kind of thing. Um, I'm not sure when it did because there's literally – mezcal is more expensive than tequila now. I don't know when it flips. Yeah. But um, – yeah, she was like, "Yeah, that's, that's nothing." Like I used to drink that. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the interesting was interesting thing with mezcal is that it's actually reverse to what people think. All tequila is mezcal, not all yeah. mezcal is tequila. Oh, really? Yeah. So tequila is regulated to I think like five states or six states, something like that. Now in Mexico, but mezcal it's damn near like anywhere. And the reason a lot of these prices are going up is because mezcal there's essentially three types of distillation to it you get copper pot um you can do clay pot distillation or and it's a really interesting one you get wooden trunks and you distill uh like this spirit through a wooden trunk that sounds awesome yeah it's badass (laughs) uh instagram highly recommend him uh lucas assis the dude is like he's a brazilian guy married into mexican family uh his wife's family was like uh tequileros and um imadores and so like he's just had this full opening into the tequila and mezcal industry and so like the dude's a connoisseur sommelier of tequila and mezcal and just fantastic like education on it um he's also one of the people who i like credit to whenever i'm like learning or need to learn something and he's also like a badass cocktail bartender so nice yeah Yeah, the the first picture that comes out when you uh oh that's funny it's making me it's making me correct the spelling of Brazil with an S. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, is him? Uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. This dude is badass. Badass. Well, I think normally I can get away with. Oh wait, no, that's additive free tequila. We don't need about that right now. Additive free tequila is what you want, though. You know, one hundred percent. I oh, did man. learn that. Yeah. Oh, he is just teaching about tequila. Yeah, man. Tequila, cocktails, and he's got really cool setups. And his cuts are fucking, like, 
Pristine. Let's talk about tequila and let's go back to basics. So we have a bunch of new people here. So I thought it'd be cool to do a series where we're gonna go back to basics. We're gonna touch on what tequila it looks like is, be how here. can you age it. But yeah. first I believe that we need to talk about the domination of origin or the DO. This is what regulates who, what, and where can make tequila. And is that actually a good thing? That's a topic for another video. But I do think <laughs> that in the beginning it was made to protect the cultural aspect of tequila in Mexico. But as it stands, the DO today is actually hurting a lot more than helping. And yes, I got it has been distilled in Jalisco for at least 500 years, if not a lot more. But it wasn't until the bottle. 1970s where Don Javier Salazar took a business trip to Japan <laughs> and there he was served the Japanese tequila. He was not happy about that. So he came back to Mexico, got together with a few other influential families in this industry and they put together the DO or the domination of origin. It wasn't recognized by the world until 1996. Today, tequila can be made in the whole territory of the state of Jalisco. But it can also be made in 30 municipalities in the state of Michoacan. 11 in Tamaulipas, 8 in Nayarit, and 7 in the state of Guanajuato. The mixtos or the bottles that just say tequilas are usually done with 51% agave and 49% any other sugar. But if the bottle says 100% agave, it needs to be just made with the Blue Weber agave. Now, granted, you can still use 1% of the chemically made additives that we just absolutely hate, of course. But that's a topic for another video. But please, let me know what you'd like me to cover on this Back to Basics series. Salucita. And then right there, his cutscene is like, and let's talk about that. It's like his cutscenes are fucking great. But yeah, the homeboy knows his shit and is really fucking knowledgeable. Great teacher, too. Easy to follow. JJ, your number four. Okay, I can go with two ways with this. <laughs> so this one's more of a joke. But it's got my name written all over it. <laughs> yeah, wow, number four have both their names on it. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I found this at Total Wine. It's the only place I've ever been able to find it. I don't know any history of it, so for all I know, this could be the worst fucking tequila. <laughs> like these guys undo any good that Patron is doing for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> For all I know, that's that's my family legacy. But uh, it's not bad in terms of a Blanco. It has kind of a... The times I've had it, like, you know, neat, it's had um, kind of a smoky aftertaste that you usually get with a Reposado. Mm -hmm. So I found that interesting. Uh, this mixes really well, though. Like, that is probably my favorite aspect about it. My mom... Loves, 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 loves El Himaloa. And evidently so do I. <laughs> uh, so this is her go-to and usually my go-to because it's like 17 bucks. Is it still 17 bucks? I thought like even Jose Cuervo's up there now kind of thing. Uh, I know Tradicional yeah. Jose Cuervo's up there, but that yeah. is their like actually additive free version of it. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but Himaloa sounds... That, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty cheap. And it's actually not, like it's it is additive free also. It's oh, like, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, people, I think people have like beef with how uh, the distillery is like buying out a whole bunch of small other people. Oh, okay, that but, part I didn't know. Uh, but yeah, it's like, still additive free. So you know, I mean, it's not bad. Not bad, yeah. Yeah, not it's. Bad. This is usually my go-to, like, whenever I'm having people over, like... Well, that, that's what margs. I normally buy to make margs kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Here's the, the, the thing that I see a lot of people do, and I've just always laughed at them. And it's like, I'm going to buy the most expensive tequila. And then 
drown it in a margarita mix. Yeah. <laughs> man, I know, man. Like, I, there's, I live by the rule, drink what you like and however the fuck you want it. Yeah. yeah. I like it, but damn, there's sometimes it just hurts. It do. I, I've made that mistake myself. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I've, not with tequila, but, but with whiskey, I'd be like, man, this is really good. I'm going to pour bitters and sugar in it. <laughs> I mean, an old-fashioned does add stuff to it, though. If you if that's what you're... If you're throwing an orange peel in there afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, recently what I've been doing is just like... Okay, rather than buying, like, you know, a $50 bottle, finding out that I like it, and then throwing sugar and bitters or whatever else I'm mixing into it... How about I just find a good twenty dollar bottle and do that to it? Benchmark. 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 It's, it's a fucking half gallon plastic bottle of whiskey, but it's made by arguably one of, if not the most historic and best distillery in the states, B- Buffalo Trace. Ooh, nice. And it's fucking twelve dollars for a handle. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going back. And it's actually really fucking good bourbon. Uh, they. Typically age it out for like five to six years anyway, so it still hits like a certain kind of standard. But it's also a play on words like this is Buffalo Trace benchmark. benchmark. This, so I get it. Yeah, but really fucking good whiskey. Uh, Ozzy is saying he's a. Oh, can I do it? Yeah, I can do it. All right, Dobell is his go-to, and then Sabrina is saying like, "Oh shit, I poured about half a bottle of Centenario into margarita mix." <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was good. Yeah, I think we we good. had a bottle over there that was from our Halloween party, um, but Sam just kept the bottle because it looks pretty. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm probably gonna put soap in that one. <laughs> like, yeah, just keep it in my bed. I'm gonna steal this gimmick from my cousin. He had like a bottle of Jack that mm-hmm. he just poured like the the like orange soap yeah. that hand soap that you get at Walmart. Walmart yeah. Yes. And I was like, that's that's a neat idea. Why haven't I done that? I'm gonna do that with that one. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. Um... They do sell a lot of cool things to do with bottles. I don't do it because uh, I'm clumsy. But uh, like the the things where you can cut them and then sand the edges down oh, yeah, to make yeah, yeah. glasses. I'm, and I think people make candle, pour candle wax into it at that point I and shit like to, that. Since I go to a lot of, where well, I used to before COVID, I went to a lot of cons, uh, different conventions, video games and stuff, anime because I'm a weeb. And uh, when you go to those, they just like give you pins, like as soon as you walk in they hand here's a pin here's a button here's a badge here's a bag of shit uh so i have a a plethora of pins they're just like all over my room and i was i don't i own a lot of backpacks but they're all decorative like i can't put a pin on it so my bright idea was like i'll get a bottle of, of of liquor i'll cut it in half and then I'll throw all my pins in there so that, like, they're visible. I never did that, though, because I, I'm not, I can't be trusted with sharp objects. All right, Emiliano, you're number four. Um, so we're going to go over here. This is a fairly new to my repertoire distillery, but I have absolutely fallen in love with damn near everything that they've put out. Um, the Bent Distillery up in Louisville, Texas. Uh, previously 
only released their bent number five, and it was five different whiskeys that were blend into one bottle. Uh, at the time of the release for that, it was oh my bad. Uh, it was uh <laughs> now you saw the shit, but um, it was aged out for only maybe about six ish months. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll let you do that thing right there. Um, now their standard bent line is um. Close to about two to three years. This, however, is their unbent bottled and bond wheat whiskey. Uh, bottled and bond, just for those who don't know, means you are reaching a certain kind of standard of quality for whiskey. It's got to be at least four years old. All grain has to be from one grain season, so either spring or fall. Distilled at one distillery by one distiller who has only done work on it. Um, level three char on the barrel and once it's bottled at least or it cannot be any higher or lower than 100 proof so but this is the straight wheat whiskey of that unbent line i did not expect that to be that that smooth yeah there's no burn to that at all no no very fucking mellow real nice i like wheat whiskeys and I like the style that Un- or Bent has done uh, with their wheat whiskey because it's nice, juicy, sweet on the nose, and they're just real smooth and mellow on the palate. Yeah, I I get a hint of sweetness on the palate. Like <laughs> this is almost candy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, something a note that I've found in a lot of wheat whiskeys, especially made and aged in Texas, yeah, is um like juicy fruit or some of the gushers kind of like sweetness, uh, just kind of pops in your mouth. But yeah, on. Unbent line has been phenomenal. They got three bottled bonds right now. Their wheat, their straight malt, and then their bourbon. That was the earliest or the most latest of their releases. But they have like seven different whiskeys that they're working to get all at a bottled and bond uh, quality. Yeah. I learned a lot. Not only we're only I, halfway through this list. Not only did I learn <laughs> what bottled and bond means, I learned there's a Louisville, Texas. Yeah, Louis, Louis, yeah, Louisville, Texas, Louisville, uh, northwest area of Dallas, but also distillery's fucking beautiful. Shout out to Jacob, their head distiller, and Raleigh, um, their marketing manager, I believe, but fantastic people up there. And their entire setup, as far as distillation goes, runs off a fucking panel, and you can do work from home because it also works on a fucking app. <laughs> what? Yeah, head distiller's just like, yeah, man, when I'm like wrapping things up, sometimes if I need like dip or, or early or something, I'm just going home and doo, 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 in the shower and boom, yeah, shit's <laughs> distilling. I'm like, God, damn. That's, so, they're, they're like distilling using like the bottled and bond method so it's like the old school but like you can do it through an app <laughs> like the old meets the new <laughs> well I'm, I'm trying to remember the distillery that i went to they were making rum but it was in um las vegas and they were using like uv rays to age things laser fast or some shit like that it looked like a. I mean well first of all it's las vegas so there's lights and things everywhere right. especially in this gimmick but like it looked like you were in a futuristic place and it's like this is where we age our whiskey like speed we have a patent on it no one else can do whiskey like this i'm gonna try to find the name real quick um i know what you're talking about it it's kind of up in the air whether or not it works. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got me fucked up. That's all I can tell. <laughs> yeah. um, the other thing that uh, 
Bent Distillery has is, I think it's the world's first submarine distillery, or it's still. And it's literally a still that is like shaped like a submarine. Little, oh. Like, uh, imagine little submarine or yellow submarine fucking beetles, like they're all yeah. in the fucking windows <laughs> and shit and like get a little capsule on top. Yeah, Smoke Comedics, it is Lost Spirits. I had just found it at that moment. <laughs> uh, damn. I-, I thought when you said submarine still, I thought it was like. Yeah, underwater. No, yeah, yeah it's like, the like... shape of a fucking a submarine and it's just like. I was expecting like the Saiyan Bakta chamber. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. so, um, this is what Lost Spirits looks like when you go there. Like it's all this oh. futuristic light shit, and they have like burlesque shows and stuff like that too. Man, I was gonna make the joke that like the person giving you the tour was also like, like a dancer or something. Well, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they beat you to it. But, uh, yeah, no, they they said they had some sort of, that's what it was, some sort of space age, like, it looks like a fucking, um, something from Back to the Future when you watch it kind of thing. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Watch it that's just... fucking wild. Um, <laughs> and I don't remember what it was e- e- exactly, because by that point, first of all, all their liquors were, like, over 100 proof for the most part. And then it was just like, oh, yeah, like the... It oh, that's how they get fast. you. <laughs> At that point, they could tell you anything. Yeah, you seen the movie Looper? That's <laughs> <laughs> what we're doing right here, only with whiskey. <laughs> uh, but it, it was fun. I mean, I do recommend going. The thing is, I think the tickets were $50 each for the tour, whereas most tours are kind of free-ish. Uh, it's not too bad. I was going to no. say, most tours, at least that I'm aware of, are like usually free. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe that, maybe we're spoiled here in Austin. That's uh, a, the, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. in Texas in general, uh, yeah, yeah. It's Vegas. Nothing's free. That's fucking true. I thought the drinks were free as long as you keep gambling. Which Can you gamble in there? <laughs> 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 That's um, your pocket and all. So, one of my favorite cities to ever visit is Chicago. I went to Chicago for Riot Fest, and um, I'm part of this group called Solo Riot Fest Friends. Because all it is is just, like, you go to this concert by yourself, and then, like, if you don't want to be by yourself, you can meet a whole bunch of people and do a whole bunch of cool stuff. And um, I – we went there. Everyone was super friendly. Uh, I was drinking a whole bunch of beers, and I was getting fucked up. But it's – you know a beer is great. When you're at that like buzz version, and then you take a sip, and this was, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's what happened. I like I bought this because the can looked really uh, like funny, kind of thing. It's called uh, Ninja versus Unicorn type. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and I just saw it there on the shelf. They uh, we basically went to their version of a cidercade kind of thing, and um, I mean I'm not alone in loving it. I mean this this is from. Um, Beer advocate, like the average score is a ninety-five out of a hundred. That's with uh, what the fuck, two thousand and eight hundred and twenty vote of votes. Um, and I love this beer. Um, at the end of the day, it's kind of weird to say that anything that is citrus forward, like even the the coffee beans I bought today, it, it's a citrus forward IPA. This beer, and it's really refreshing, really tasty. Next time I go to Chicago, I'm trying to come back with a six pack for you guys. Holy shit! Fuck yeah, yeah. that's badass. Th- but you're right; those it's always those like spirits or like drinks that's like yes, when you're like at that kind of like you know wavering line, yeah, and it still marks your fucking memory, and you're just like, damn, 
I need to eat that shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, how did this five out of five describe it? Ninja versus Unicorn is a beautifully crafted IPA that boasts a clear golden appearance with small bubbles that tantalize the senses. The aroma is quite fragrant, filled with hoppy and citrus notes, complemented by a simple hint of sweetness. So it's actually a complex beer kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I definitely rem- uh, recommend this if you're in the Chicago area. I don't know how it where where it ships to but um definitely not here in texas sadly damn jj your number three all right so i'm gonna piggyback <laughs> off of you <laughs> uh ipas are kind of hit and miss with me i either love them or i just fucking hate them <laughs> you know for beer people loving ipas they're actually not normally my favorite it's yeah. ambers and uh pale ales normally for me same like IPAs, for some reason, are just the ones where it's like, there's no in-between. <laughs> I love it or I hate it, and most of the ones I've had are not that great. But, that said, there is another local brewery slash pizza place here in Austin that makes a fantastic IPA. Like, every bar, every place that I've been to outside of Austin, but still in Texas, <laughs> uh, that serves it. I usually end up getting that. Like, I went to San Antonio to this uh, Japanese-style arcade called Round One, and they had it there. And, yeah, it's uh, Pint House's Electric Jellyfish. I love that. And then... um I remember there was a big hunt because they didn't do can- pretty cans no, like no, that. No, yet. They did. <laughs> <laughs> but during COVID, like I remember a whole bunch of people being all pouty face about it. Like, I can- I'm, I'm I, I, on top of not being able to go out, uh, <laughs> not being able to see their friends, or uh, I remember at least three or four specific complaints. I just want a jellyfish. Yeah. <laughs> jellyfishing, jellyfishing. <laughs> All their beers are nautical themed, and I really like like the artwork on this one. Uh, Underrated when, pizza, too. Nobody puts it on their top three. I do like their pizza. It's really yeah. good. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Dog, fucking football season? Yeah. Every Sunday, that's our spot, because it's the spot that's like the least chaotic, kid-friendly, and they got every fucking game, and it's like the... Best place for me to watch the Broncos. Which, uh, which uh, Pine House do you go to? Uh, the South Lamar. South Lamar? Yeah. Okay, I'll okay. keep that in mind next yeah. time. <laughs> I always try to get like Sam to go and watch Broncos Raiders, and he's just like, we're not going to end up being friends afterwards. Like, <laughs> he is a terrible I, person to watch football I've with. He is. And he's like touted it, and I'm just like, bro, where are y'all watching the game? He's like, he's like I'm not telling you. Because actually, like, I'm like. It, it depends on if they're winning or not. Because like. Not this last season, but the season before. I think no, they did make it to the playoffs. They were like nine and yeah, something eight, like that. something like yeah. that. And he was feeling really confident because they were like five and zero. Oh, and he's like, "Oh, we're gonna beat the Chiefs. We're gonna beat the shit out of the Chiefs." Yeah. <laughs> 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 and we went to um, the Raiders bar, uh, which is uh, take five. Take five. The one that's right off the highway south. Okay, yeah, right yeah. That's the south. Raiders bar. And then when you go there, you see Raiders flags all over. Yeah, I see it, but I, I think there's another one up north. So I there might be. I learned through last season because what I wanted to do was go to different bars, but no, everybody just wants to go to the bar right here because it's the closest, so they don't have to drive very far. But um, which is the Steelers bar, by the way. But I found out where the Raiders bar was, and he was like, "All right, we'll go there." And then everyone was like yelling like death to Patrick Mahomes and shit <laughs> like that. But like. 
by the uh, it, they got it their ass kicked. It was like fifty to thirty or fifty yeah, to twenty by the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You could hear a um, a pin drop, but because the, all they were all energetic, we're like we're five and zero, oh, we're going deep this year, and then no. No man, how are you gonna fucking beat playoff Pat? <laughs> That's wild. That's wild. I love I love Raiders history. Yeah, like the fucking history. Like first Mexicano win, uh, or first Latino. Uh, yeah. But then yeah, Mexicano win uh, as a head, Super Bowl as a head coach and as a quarterback simultaneously. And you know, just fucking great, great culture, great history. But Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, it, him going out to watch games is literally dependent on if they're winning or not. He will even kind of like shun the, the sports podcast. He'll hide in his room when we record it, kind of thing. <laughs> oh my god! And we don't, and we don't even have Raiders topics most because, like, I mean, I think that year we did have a lot of topics because that was the year that like the that car crash happened, oh, and then some on some other really bad shit happened. But normally we were just kind of like they're not on like top news radar most of the time. But uh, I mean, unfortunately, last year we did shit on the Broncos a lot. But that wasn't that wasn't you guys' fault. That's uh... I understand. <laughs> I understand. I'll say this: I did not like the hiring of our fucking head coach at the time, like at all. I was not about it. I at least you fired him. Yeah, man. Fucking, <laughs> seriously, I was really scared we were gonna keep him. <laughs> scared. Um, but yeah, that that was one of the things that uh, well, mostly was Russell Wilson just getting to carte blanche to do whatever he wanted. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, thing. I think it was a combination of that, but also just again bad relationship between him and head coach. Because again, you look at what happened with the Packers and their whole meltdown. What was the fucking problem? It was the fucking coach. And yeah. That guy, and he ended up going to the Broncos. What the fuck do you expect him to do with another like veteran quarterback? Just and it's just another bad relationship, and so. We'll see. We got Sean Payton. I like him. We'll see. He's doing good things so far, but uh, maybe we'll have you on for the sports podcast if uh, when that time comes. I'm about it. Uh, we don't need to say his name, or King. <laughs> <laughs> it's Voldemort. Oh, yeah. He's off to fucking wherever that shit he went to. Uh, on to your number three. Oh, is my number three? Uh, all right, cool. Uh, so I'm dropping out. Uh, my number three is another bottled and bond whiskey, and it's really cool. This is actually the first bottled and bond whiskey in the state of Texas from, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it fucking everywhere I go, the best distillery in the fucking state of Texas. Um, Andalusia. They are known for their whiskey. Their, specifically, their single malt whiskey. Um, when I met one of the owners, Tommy, a while back, he told me that, one, he never wanted to put out a whiskey that was lower than 100 proof, and two, he never wanted to fucking make bourbon. Uh, he feels, and he's one of the newer kind of generation of whiskey distillers and whiskey makers who is kind of straying away from the um, bourbon category mm -hmm. and moving into the very new and very revolutionary single malt uh, category of whiskey. This is a, I believe, smoked single malt bottled and bond whiskey, straight single malt. Um, all their grain is from Texas. They distill in Texas again, another straight Texas whiskey. Damn. Yeah. This tastes like the one that I uh, really want to try, but that one's from 
California, but the only different, uh, the one from California is mesquite flavored whiskey kind of thing. But this is very mesquite awesome. flavored or mesquite like smoke. I think it's mesquite smoke. I might have misspoke. Okay, um, yeah. because so Andalusia, they do also have, I believe it's their striker, but it's three different smoked whiskeys that are all barreled separately, but aged same amount, and they do a blend of them. And it's applewood smoke, cherrywood smoke, and mesquite wood smoke. And then they get a blend of that, drop it into their um, bottles, and that is their striker. And then they do also have a peated, and that is their revenant. And their revenant is a scotch peated style single malt whiskey. And that, I mean, it's just top notch. So the one that I'm thinking of is mesquite smoked. Warbringer. Holy yeah. shit. That one's from California, and I can't find it. I keep telling Sam to bring me a bottle. He's like, no, dude, I'm not spending $180 on you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm paying back. All right, so fair. now we know what the limit is. <laughs> <laughs> As per a 160 bottle. <laughs> they do have a, I mean, it looks like it's less now. Um, I think when it was new, the prices were just a little bit more inflated. You just got to wean him down, figure out what the range is. Like, ask him, go down 20 and see if he brings that. Then we know. <laughs> I mean, I would pay him back. California whiskey is also shit. I'm sorry. Oh, really? I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just buying it. <laughs> no, I, I, all I know about California, honestly, when it comes to alcohol, is like, they're okay, when it comes to beers, they don't have any great uh, breweries. Uh, I know Sam, not... Really? No, no not really. Uh, not, not like... Legendary Oregon and there's a joke that one of my friends made that it's like the further north you go until you hit Canada the beer is better. Holy shit! Yeah. So like Washington has like a lot of good breweries. Oregon has a lot of good breweries, but California, I I mean I know they have a couple like and microbrewing is everywhere at this Mm -hmm. point kind of thing. So Belching Beaver and I forget Alesmith. Alesmith is probably like the number one primo brewery in California. And I could even be wrong about that. They might not even be from California. <laughs> I think Fishhead is from... Two Fishhead? Or... Uh, oh, isn't Dogfish Head? Dogfish Head. Is, is that a California? Uh, I, don't, I don't fucking know. Because when I, oh, when yeah, I, Long Beach, right? I think it's Long Beach. When I Googled, I um, mean, Sierra Nevada. Oh, but I don't, I mean, I'm not even a fan. El Segundo. El Segundo is good, but just because they got Stone Cold. Lagunita. <laughs> Stone Brewery. Um... Oh, Stone's a really good one. I, okay, yeah, they they have a handful. <laughs> it's a big state. They got they yeah, can't have nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. pretty big state. <laughs> I do know that. Um, but like it, Texas but it, has but, all of these in Austin, just yeah. like concentrated. Yeah. Dallas has a lot of good ones too. <laughs> they do. Yeah, like Dallas is Dallas and Austin are like prime real estate for like breweries and distilleries. They're, I like just in the Austin area, uh, we put together kind of like a infograph and like map uh there's at least 20 ish distilleries within like a 50 mile radius of just austin yeah Yeah. you you can't hit them all in a day san antonio has some really good ones the ones that we went to uh the last time we went together breweries Breweries. Breweries. okay yeah san antonio's coming on the come up yeah Yeah. they got a couple good distilleries too um veteran owned ranger creek yeah, that, that one's top. good. They're top notch. 
Um, but I was, well, the only thing I was going to say to get props to California is I, I thought they were like kind of known for being like one of the best wine countries. That's all about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean Napa Valley. Yeah, like the, the, I wasn't kidding about that cowgirl with uh, wine. <laughs> I did have cowgirl wine, and it is from California. <laughs> Oh, there you go. <laughs> now, if I can find a doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, guys, uh, now we're going to continue on with our top five. Might even have a little bit of time for our, some honorable mentions because, damn, I have a lot. But uh, number two is, is so I am a former bartender. I literally think you can figure out what, when you were a bartender based on what you're um go to is um if you're a bartender right now i don't know why but it's rumple (laughs) their favorite thing to drink is rumples rumbles rumple 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 rumples yeah that shit rumple mints like like peppermint schnapps what (laughs) well i guess it tastes like candy canes but I don't like it Christmas. It tastes like burning candy canes. Oh. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, my my good friend Elise, like her favorite thing is like I like to order uh, I like to order dumples. So I'll go to the bar and order a dumple, which is a double rumple in the glass. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Um, yeah, people wonder why they get hangovers. Holy shit! <laughs> a little bit before that, it would be Fireball. I know a lot of people that like Fireball. It's not good. I probably got ended up with the best. That you could have of this, um, the and then my my manager that that gave me the job way back when, he still like finishes every night and he's like, I'm gonna do a shot of Jaeger. You want to do one with me? <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I'll put down some Jaeger bombs. Yeah, I'll put some fucking Jaeger bombs down. But next time I'm drinking Fireball, I'm gonna fucking die. Like <laughs> there was a peak. And it just kept on getting worse and worse with Fireball, who also just released, and Rob Riggle's um, sponsoring it, their barrel-aged Fireball. What? (laughs) It's supposed to be like 70 proof. And like the regular shit's I think only 30 or something. I'm not excited for it, but it sounds fucking hilarious. I think the Wild Turkey Fireball is up there, isn't it? Oh, Turkey Fire. Yeah, I mean Turkey Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was just saying, like, a lot of – once Fireball took – once Pitbull made that song, yeah. literally somebody um, in our H-E-B comms- started carrying it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so they get away because – and people get all fucking pissy about it, like, at least within the recent couple of weeks to a month um, because that's wine-based Fireball. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't know that. Because oh, that grocery is- stores in the state of Texas cannot sell liquor, period. Yeah. So yeah, Fireball got in because it's wine based. That that makes a whole lot of. So I went to QT recently because mm-hmm. uh, their pizza is actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't speak highly of most gas station foods, but if you guys have a QT, try their pizza. It's actually really really good. Um, but while I was waiting for my pizza to come out of the oven, I was just like standing there with my frizzoni. With my big red frisoni, because I'm Texan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was looking around at, like, the, you know, the beer section and everything. And they had, like, a small selection of wines. And I noticed on top of that, there was, like, the fucking black cat roll of fireball. And I was like, <laughs> that's kind of weird. <laughs> Why is it with the wines? <laughs> they sell it by the bucket, too, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they, they sell them by the keg. <laughs> there's, there's mini gallon kegs that you can buy that are just 
just fireball. All right, so that's what we're doing when we're floating. <laughs> I don't know what the alcohol percentage of the wine version is, but I'm not sure if it's. I think it's less. It's probably got. It's got to be less. It has, it has to, to be less. <laughs> you can buy it at a gas station. It's got. <laughs> uh, sorry, tuning in, Chia, that you didn't get the uh, notification. I don't know how that shit works, but I'm glad you're here now. Um, but me, I got off a little bit better. Literally, if you order this at most bars, um, the bartender's going to think that you're going to tip them a lot. I do tip a lot. That's just some private, prior service in, uh, industry. Um, and my, It's just Jameson. Jameson is Jameson. my go-to liquor all nice. the time. It makes me feel at home. I do love – I know there's better Irish whiskeys because Jameson also kind of got a little upcharged. Um, but, I mean, it still costs less than, like – Conor McGregor's Irish whiskey or whatever the yeah, fuck it is. Yeah, proper 12 costs a lot. I've never had it. I don't yeah, want to. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had it. My So, I usually, when I drink Irish whiskey, it's usually with coffee. Uh, so Fair. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> my go-to is yeah, usually... I'm bush- not driving Saturday. That's <laughs> what I'll be doing. <laughs> my go-to for like Irish whiskey is usually Bushmills because of that. Because Bushmills has like a little sweeter note yeah. to it. And it just mixes better with the coffee than, than Jameson, in my experience. So, it does, 100. Yeah, so you know why. Why? So it's because, and it depends on which color you're buying. Which, do you know which color you're buying? Of the Bushmills? white one. The, the white one? Okay. Plain. So that's, that should be new charred oak barrels. So that means oh. it's like fresh barrel tannin that you're getting into that whiskey. Or, in, yeah, into the whiskey. So it comes out sweeter. Um, the sweetest version is the sherry. The sherry? Yeah. And I think Keep it should mind. be like red or something, I think, the, the label. But, yeah, Bushmills, I mean, they're touted as one of, if not the best, like, budget Irish whiskeys. Yeah, they, so, it is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, the Irish whiskeys in general, I feel like if you, if you pay more than $40, you, yeah. you're, you're overpaying. Yeah, I mean, you're either paying for something that's got an age statement on of, like, 10 years or more, or, yeah, you're not doing something right. <laughs> um, speaking of stout, though, have you had the Jameson stout? No, I saw it like recently, not in this recent trip to Specs, but the one before. Uh, and I was like, if I didn't have to buy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So that's really good. The very weird thing, because I'm I'm huge on stout, yeah. not super big on IPAs. There's a couple IPAs that I like. And hot take, your reference to the fucking jellyfish, I'm actually not a big fan. But it's, That's it's fine. fine. No, We're not going to jump on I, you. No, 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 I know. But I just, like, some people are just like, what? And I'm like, it's objectively good. It's but a I'm hazy. Just, I, it's a very, like, it's, I get, so I get again, it. Yeah. Beer, I don't, I, I don't know what the fuck It's the means. one IPA <laughs> that I'm like, this one's good. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, but, no, so interesting thing is I actually like the Jameson IPA barrel more okay. than the stout. I like it, and the really cool thing, the trick that I learned when I was at the at WB Liquors, is drink a glass of the Jameson IPA barrel paired with your favorite IPA. Take a sip of the whiskey, and then take a sip of the IPA, and it's like a fucking experience. Do I did it, and it is like a pre-made cocktail in your mouth, and it's fucking amazing. It's damn near life-changing. All right. Fucking good. Yeah. Give me projects. <laughs> My Friday is going to be fun. <laughs> um, 
was going to say, I think I found it real quick. This is the Sherry Oak. Yeah, there you go. Yep. And then the black label's their bourbon. They you just, I think it probably Jack Daniels barrels, but yeah, bourbon barrel. Uh, and Tino Chia, this is Emiliano. He's a friend of the podcast. Um, and Jameson is also her favorite. But yeah, Jameson is one of my favorite things to order. It's just my go-to. It's my familiar. Um, I I know what a lot of people's is. Like my dad, for the for some reason, it was Jim Bean until he had too many Jim Beans, and now he'll never drink that again. Yeah, that's my dad with Coors. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I love Coors though. That's my redneck beer. <laughs> I, I I do drink when I drink Coors. I do drink the Yellow Belly though. I don't drink the light. Oh, okay, no, uh, you're talking about the banquet then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah fuck yeah. It's always banquet. In Lubbock, they were like the yellow bellies. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel um, On that note, just to kind of break things up a little bit, because we are speeding through this list. Um, what's So I don't have a, uh, an alcohol. And you know every, most everyone has an alcohol that's like, oh, I'll never drink that again. I don't have that. Uh, I know a lot of people do. Uh, but the thing that I do have that is just like if I smell it, I'll gag is um and this is a common thing that southerners do so jj if you ever leave texas and go to like the other part uh don't do this <laughs> <laughs> but uh they're really big on their dipping and they're dipping on that side oh yeah, yeah. uh so i was really yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah. yeah that that's what gets you because i was really fucked up and they're like oh. oh uh you want some copenhagen wintergreen <laughs> and i there's the the people that know how to dip know like what's the right amount of put was everything but they literally laugh when you put in too big a horseshoe in your mouth kind of thing and i was like oh this is fine <laughs> no way. So there's that, that smell because I mean I've still been around people that that dip Copenhagen wintergreen. So that smell of that wintergreen as it, it exudes and it's mixed with alcohol. I'm like, <laughs> that's that's the only thing that makes me want to throw up. Um, JJ, do you have any like if you smell it, you'll feel sick kind of alcohol or experiences like that? Not really. I think the closest thing. Is uh, there was one time when uh, my friend Frank, he it was his birthday, mm-hmm. and he really really wanted to drink, and he's not a big drinker, but like I don't know what he had going on around that time. This was like our early twenties, so it was all on the up and up. Like we didn't have to sneak around or anything, but uh, he was not a big drinker, and we didn't have a lot of money, so they got him a bottle of Montezuma Blue. <laughs> which is like well mezcal it, <laughs> it's not the best but uh since he's not that big of a drinker and no one else wanted to touch the stuff and he's been my friend since first grade i was like we're going to looney bin together buddy like you can't let you do this alone <laughs> leave no man behind so we killed the bottle and frank was fine frank was fresh as a daisy bright-eyed and bushy-tailed the next morning i woke up like fucking wolverine at the end of logan just like, oh. <laughs> i didn't feel like i had to puke but i went to the restroom to take a piss and i was like still getting my wits about me like holding on to like the wall so that i don't fall <laughs> and that's, As one I'm, my, that's one of my favorite drunk sayings. It's like, uh, an Irishman is never drunk because he can hold on to a blade of grass to keep him yeah. falling off the earth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that Irish balance, but I, but I was working on it. I was like that. And after, you know, I do my business and I zip up and everything, I'm like, 
Oh god, what the hell did I drink? I drank Montezuma blah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's mine. That's the closest. But like I don't think I hate it to the degree where if I smell it today I'll I'll puke. It's just I drank a lot of it. <laughs> Fireball for me is just like my no-go. Like, I will not touch anything with Fireball. I don't have a spirit that makes me get... Oh, no. Well, okay. So, I don't have a, I don't have a spirit. It always works like that. Yeah. So, I don't have a spirit that makes me gag. I will tell you the most vile whiskey I've ever fucking had. And this is my, like, big, like, feeling against California whiskey. Yeah. Old Potrero, which is a San Franciscan distillery, bro, it, I've never actually consumed this, but this is what I imagine it tastes like, but old, dry, scabby band-aid. Ew. <laughs> is what I 100% got. It looks so nice. That is, n- that's fucking you. That's not, there you go, <laughs> top, uh, top, top second to last. Uh, the black that one, one yeah, right there. That. That's what I drank. Ooh. That, that looks like Michelob Ultra. <laughs> no, that shit was That looks vile. like motor oil. That shit was vile. I'll say this. It looks I, like 5,000 miles plus. <laughs> bro, I, so I personally will always drink whiskey straight because I just, I see whiskey as an art. And I feel like, you know, you wouldn't paint over or put a 3D screen over, like, fucking Banksy's or fucking uh, whatever the... Van Gogh. Van Gogh, yeah. whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't do that. We, we can tell that we know our alcohol. We don't know our art. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck. Um, but, uh, and I only know Banksy because I watched Spider-Man recently. Like, <laughs> no, um, but, I mean, so that's that's me personally. So I will not put you know, sugar or bitters or whatever else into a whiskey and make a cocktail. I just personally wouldn't. That Having said that, when my friends saw that I had to pour the rest of this, like, quarter of a bottle into a gallon of orange juice, they knew something was fucking wrong. <laughs> because they were like, okay, I mean, I don't never... Never mixes ever, ever mixes anything, and I was like, "Fuck this!" So put half a gallon of fucking orange juice, the last like four fucking shots of this shit, and just that was the only way it got finished. Not good. So we like were left to experiment by ourselves most of the time. I owned a ranch in Eagle Pass. We all went there and we did all sorts of weird things as we were getting fucked up uh, because. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if kids today have it better. Maybe they have TikTok people telling them how to drink and shit. Now they make Borgs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. But, um, like, so no one was teaching us how to bartend or do things like that. I just, so we had this friend, his name is Izzy, and he just, like, couldn't stand the taste of alcohol. And granted, when we were drinking, it was like 06, oh no, 04 and up kind of thing. So things like smearing off apple were all the craze and shit like that. And even that was too strong tasting for him kind of stuff. So uh, we would buy random bottles of shit. And I don't know why. He thought this would be a great idea. Uh, to this day, I don't know exactly what he did to it. But he was just like, I'm going to pour like a glass of um, vodka 
and then just pour a little bit of Coke and then a shitload of sugar into it. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> and he was just like, ugh, it's too sweet. Um, and I'll get some right And um, he was like, oh, I can't drink this. Uh, it, it's actually too sweet at this point. We had, and then, I mean, you when you get a party with 30 or 40 people, you find one dude that'll be like, I'll do it. <laughs> so this dude... I think he fin- he 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 couldn't really like tolerate the taste either, but he started chugging it, and he's oh, like, "I'll be fine." Bro. But it's like like that much vodka. We're all teenagers and shit, and he just like he started vomiting and projectile vomiting and all this other stuff because it was too much in the system too fast. And I just remember uh, our friend Edward going like, "You killed our friend, Izzy." <laughs> 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 it's like the fucking exorcist over there. <laughs> I need an old priest and a young priest. <laughs> I will say the one thing that is wild, and a whole bunch of my friends, like, I honestly don't even know what the fuck it is with me, but bananas. I can't but- fucking stand bananas. And in any kind of food, sl- slushy, shake, even whiskey, because... Uh, so the chemical compound that creates the vanilla and banana flavor is literally just like one like notch away from each other. Mm. And you either get vanilla or you get banana. Um, and I believe they're called vanillites uh, in at least the whiskey world. Uh, but the moment that fucking vanilla switches over to a banana, I'll pin that shit out and I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> and I so have I ever served you ninety nine bananas, bro? <laughs> the smell immediate is like gag reflex. I used um, to use ninety nine bananas in jungle juice. <laughs> now I know. Oh, another fun drunk story. Um, we, I mean, we're kids or whatever, so we go to parties and shit. And sometimes, like, we would show up late. And there was this one time that was we literally went to like a popularish party and there was like 40 50 people standing around but everyone was like there's no alcohol so we just we drank it already because i mean we're teenagers we don't we we have limited access um and but somebody had made jungle juice and so nobody's touching it or anything it was just kind of like the jungle juice was gone and we were just out having normal conversations kind of stuff and our friend alfred is just like pops the top to where the jungle juice is and it's just like i'm hungry is eating the fruit Non-stop. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> remember all these things? Gotcha, bro. Well, I mean, he's eating all the fruit, and he's just like... He's a big guy. Yeah. And we just leave at a certain point, because it's like, all right, well, the beer's gone. I mean, it's like 12.30 at night. We'll meet up tomorrow and do, I don't know, video games or some shit. We're teenagers. Um, and then Alfred was like, I was fine. And then I stepped out of your car and walked home, and I was just... <laughs> and i'd already driven away but he was just kind of like he the way that alfred tells the story he's like help <laughs> like he took that one step and he's like as he was t- walked closer and closer to the door like his back just got heavier and heavier <laughs> to a point that he was crawling he was like dude i was i just threw up like all the fruit that i had just oh, eaten <laughs> No, one of, so one of my drinking stories. So whenever we, whenever my folks at the time, or like at the time younger, would like head out, go on like just trips or whatever, yeah, parental trips. They're going to South Texas or whatever, I'm going to Valley. 
um, we would just say like, fuck it. We we're gonna just like throw a fucking banger. And so we just throw parties, have my cousins over, have homies over, just like play games. We're not like trying to like, we're not trying to like get with girls or anything. We're just trying to have fun, chill. So just mm-hmm. a bunch of homies and just drink beer pong, flip club, whatever the fuck. Um, by the end of the night, we're like playing video games or whatever. And one of the nights, we just decided all out. So, <laughs> like, had, I, none of us at the time were 21. So, one of my homies would, like, we just gave him fucking, I think it was like maybe 300 bucks. And it was like as many 24 cases as you can, as many fucking fits of whiskey and tequila as you can. Just like fucking load us up. 100%, 11 bottles of whiskey and tequila, and then five 24 cases of Coors. And I was like, all right, guys. Folks are coming back in the morning. Everything gone by tonight. <laughs> everything. And there's like nine of us. So we're just like, all right, cool. Going, you know, playing games, drinking. We're at some point, we're playing whiskey pong. So it's just beer pong, but with whiskey in it. Just like going through everything. 2, 3 a.m. ish. We're just like, all right, like we're teetering out the last few of us. And I'm like, all right, there's one bottle of tequila, like, I think I can just, like, fucking hide it out in my clothes and we'll just, like, hold on to it or whatever. Morning comes around. We're just like, all right, 6 a.m., whoever is fucking hungover sucks to suck. But I'm also one of the guys, like, I'm either waking up still drunk or completely sober. There's no... I I also don't get hangovers. I also have promised that the day I get a hangover, cold turkey, quit. So I'm waking up this morning sober. Three hours later, 6 a.m., folks text me. They're like, hey, we're on the road. Cool. Mm. From the valley, it's a four, five-hour drive. Um, we get, you know, together slow. Everybody's eating toast or fucking eggs and, like, just beer cans, bottles and whatnot. And I'm like, all right, we're consolidating everything. And it's like keeping track, tally, counting everything. Boom. Like strategic. Making mm-hmm. sure we get every fucking bottle, every fucking can. Boom. We're missing a fucking bottle. Bottle <laughs> that was full, and I'm like, okay, where's this fucking bottle? It, this shit was full, and so I'm like, maybe I, in my drunkenness, like I woke up and put in my clothes. Boom, looking for my clothes, can't find it. Look at my brother's clothes, can't find it. And we're just like, all right, where's this fucking bottle? Three hours, like folks are in San Antonio coming up. It's like, okay, everybody fucking just scavenged <laughs> tables. Boom, can't find it. I'm like, all right, you know what? Hey, maybe we just threw it in the fucking trash outside and it's like, it's already gone. Whatever. We're playing games. Boom, 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 whatever. Folks are like, okay, hey, we're five minutes away. And I'm like, all right, got to look one last time. So I'm just like walking around doing circles, looking for this bottle. Go to the back room. Empty bottle. Being held like a fucking baby by my cousin. (laughs) Passed out on the fucking couch. And I'm like. I've never hit somebody passed out, but that was the closest I've ever wanted to. <laughs> Take the bottle, fucking toss it in the trash outside. The next day, I'm like, yo, what the fuck happened? How did that bottle end up empty? And in with a span of like two to three hours. Yeah. And he was like, uh, homeboy Edgar just like came up and was like, hey. And he said, no more, like nothing can be left over. And evidently, my cousin just fucking took it to the head, killed half the bottle, <laughs> chugged down half the bottle. Edgar, homeboy's just freaking out. And, like, 
what? I'm sorry. Did I leave you a le- like? Did I leave you enough? And he's just like, bro, you just killed half a bottle of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> and then, boom. They evidently just passed it back and forth for the rest of the night. And just, he fell asleep holding it like a fucking baby. So I was like, bro, never again. Never again. Dude, the, the first time I ever got fucked up, um... We, I didn't know shit about alcohol. I didn't, I didn't pick up a bottle and was like, oh, like this is, like it says here how much volume, how much alcohol is in there. I didn't know how to read that shit. I was just like, we'll buy this, we'll buy that, we'll buy this. And I don't think I even bought it. I think I bought beer, if anything. I think I bought Budweiser Select. Because <laughs> it's selecting you. <laughs> that and, is what Alfred drank. Yeah. <laughs> And we went to our friend Julio's house, and we, there was a bottle of tequila and a bottle of Presidente. And the entire time oh, we were getting increasingly, increasingly fucked up, I remember just being like, oh, man, the president's fucking me up. The president's fucking me up. And, I mean, looking at it backwards, the Presidente is a brandy, and it's only like 20 30%. I don't yeah. remember what. And it was the tequila fuckiness. <laughs> <laughs> but that whole night, me and JJ were like, oh, man, the president's got us by the balls today. <laughs> the crazy thing is that Presidente is actually supposed to be a really good brandy. And it's, like, super affordable and 10 years old. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's Mexican brandy, yeah. First thing I ever got drunk? Well, that and the tequila, but yeah. <laughs> I just remember at a certain point, because uh, we were at my friend Julio's house, um, my friend Julio's mom was like, all right, I've had enough. Y'all go home. And all I heard, I mean, I was drunk, so I just heard that in earshot. I was like, who the fuck said we needed to go home? <laughs> and Julio's mom was like, I did. And I, was, and I looked up, and I saw an adult, and I was like, yeah, it's time to go home. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> but uh, enough side stories for a little bit. JJ, what's your number two? My number two. So I didn't really bring many whiskeys, mostly because I didn't want to step on his toes. Oh, man. Don't worry about that. And because I'm not very experienced with whiskeys. <laughs> really? At this point? Well, my favorites are pretty much whatever he brings. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Oh, yeah, we got to go to the storage, man. I, got, I, I said that, right? I got a storage. No, oh. but I would be down to go. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we <laughs> Who does the the stories for the ATX Whiskey Society? Because I never, I rarely or never see you on them. So I'm gonna be honest. I got locked out of the, <laughs> <laughs> and we're actually still trying to figure out how I get back in because we've reset the password four times, and I've sat there with Brandon four times, and I can't get in, and I don't know why. So I don't huh. know. But, I mean, find me on El Whiskey Lero um, on IG, and I still post. But it's nothing but Texas whiskey there. So, That's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just making sure. Uh, yeah, but uh, so probably my favorite is that Balcones that you brought the last time with the rye with the chocolate notes. I went out mm-hmm. that Monday and bought it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But before that, a whiskey that I always kept on staple at my place was uh, from the land of the rising sun, Suntory. Man. <laughs> hey, that, fucking respect. Yeah, man. Honestly. I love, love, love this whiskey. It uh, So it wouldn't be a JJ list without anime. <laughs> anime didn't introduce me to this, but the closest thing to anime did. Yakuza. <laughs> the video game Yakuza... Uh, when it came out on PS2, I loved it because 
I think the copyright laws in Japan were pretty lax back then. So if you took your character to a bar, instead of ordering like smud light or whatever, he would order like an actual real life beer. Oh, sure. like, oh, you can get a legit Bud Light here. Or you can get legit Jack Daniels. And uh, I don't think this was in the original PS2 release, but in the re-release for PS4 and PS5, Suntory was their go-to. And I was like, I gotta find that. I gotta try it. And yeah, it's delicious. I love to have it with uh, ginger beer, mm-hmm. like a, a ginger highball. Ginger beer, also not something that I thought I would be super into, but mules, dude. Mules are awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, I'm not going to say when you keep talking, but vodka is, to me, what tequila is to other people. I will fight on vodka. (laughs) Bro, I will fight on vodka. Continue your story. I'm I'm interested with all this shit. But, no, yeah, like, uh, in the game, like, Kiryu can get drunk and that'll boost his like strength so you will fucking do it up because <laughs> he doesn't use guns that's the other cool thing about yakuza it's like everyone thinks that it's a grand theft auto clone if you just like see the cover you're like uh yakuza that's the japanese mafia so it's like it's grand theft auto but no kiryu's a man of honor he doesn't like fight random pedestrians he'll only fight when provoked and he only fights with his fists <laughs> like wow. he will beat the fuck out of you <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you drink a lot of that, or at least I do in my playthroughs. I drink a lot of that. (laughs) And I mean, it's just smooth. It's closer to a scotch than like any, anything else. Uh, so if you're not down with scotch, this might not be for you, but it is really smooth in term as far as scotches go. And it mixes really well. And it's not that expensive as far as japanese whiskeys go it's like 30 bucks which is like on the lower end yes it's one of if not the most affordable and solid quality yeah as far as um japanese whiskeys go um the scotchiness and scotchy notes that you get from it is because a lot of japanese whiskey is 100 percent trying to be like a clone of or replicate um these scotch whiskey style and making um the centauri distillery is fucking like historic oh i was, I was googling something because i thought it was like a rice type thing it's not by no, the way it's not it's all malt but um it looks like malt a fucking farm. castle yes. on the boonies so that, if I'm, that's a boss level bro <laughs> <laughs> so if i'm not mistaken they have an actual waterfall in the middle of the distillery and holy it's like one shit of, if not the only one in the world that has something like that a feature like that um and they use the water from the the uh the waterfall and the river to proof so, and distill their whiskey. You're doing some Willy Wonka shit with this man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, but um, so, so it's Centauri Distillery, and it's actually Beam Centauri. Mm-hmm. And Beam, if you're not familiar, Beam, Jim Beam, and Centauri back in the early 2000s, Beam sold the distillery and all their rights to uh, Centauri Distillery in Japan. So Jim Beam is actually technically Japanese made. Oh shit! Maker, I did not know that. The other crazy thing is that Maker's Mark, yeah, is a product of Centauri's purchase. 
Lint. <laughs> so Centauri came in with Beam and said, we want to make another line of whiskey. They made the fucking Maker's Mark whiskey. Cool thing about um, Mark or Maker's 46. Mm-hmm. So Maker's 46 is, I think it, I think that one is 98 proof. It's stronger than even yeah, the normal. It is yeah, it th- is stronger than the standard. Uh, but it's 46 because it was the 46th recipe that the distillers tried and that the Centauri distillers came in to try. And they said, this is the best one. That's awesome. Yeah. So Toki... Perfect entry to Japanese whiskey. I think you fucking knocked it out of the park. It's not my preference, but again, I like to believe I can like split subjective and objective. Objectively, it's a fucking phenomenal whiskey. Yeah. So yeah, you fucking hit that out of the park, man. That's dope. I, I, I do have a fun, cute little story about that whiskey kind of thing. Um, so it was actually last year to the date kind of thing. Um, of dating this chick that was a big ass narcissist kind of thing, and um, okay, go on. She, uh, <laughs> okay. so I, I went out with some friends and I, I had a game night. And on that game night, like my friend just took a couple pictures. JJ was actually there, kind of thing. I was there. Oh yeah. shit, I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and then she sees this picture and she's like, why, "Why are you going out with other girls to do all this other stuff?" And it's like every girl there is in a couple. Uh, like, I don't know what you're mad about. And then, like, so we broke up. And I was actually kind of heartbroken about it. But it was funny, like, how things went. I was, I was like, hey, bro. I called up the dudes. And they showed up. Jordan and uh, I think JJ was busy that day. But Jordan and Tommy showed up. And I was like, hey, man, I'm not feeling too good. Do you want to meet up for a drink? And we went just down the street to Turnstile. Um, it's a new bar. Highly recommend it. The staff is really funny. Uh, the staff is really cool, and they took good care of me that day. But I was just—we were drinking beers, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's like the bar is the size of this room, kind of stuff. So I'm not trying. I'm not loud or anything, yeah. but they can definitely hear the story. And um, one cool thing was like I had two cards that uh, this chick had wrote me, and I was like, I just this is a symbolic thing. I was like, all right, well, th- this is the case of where I'm at. Um, hey, can uh, can you uh, just throw this away for me kind of thing? And the chick was like, oh, do you want me to burn it? <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, so the, the bartender behind the bar, that chick burns the bar, uh, burns the card. Kind I was going to say burns no. the bar. Oh, no. shit. No, she burns the <laughs> <laughs> my job anyways. Uh, she burns the card and then she was like, all right, that's done. Do you want a free shot of whiskey? And it was that bottle. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. That's fucking dope. So, um, I got to break not... up with more girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I need to go back. Uh, I mean, I do go back to Turnstile once in a while. It has picked up a lot um, because you have to to survive at this point. Um, but every time I go, at least a couple of the employees are the same, and they're always like the warmest of homes, kind of thing. Fuck yeah, yeah. I so my buddy Miguel, every, he'll invite me every once in a while. Be like, hey, do you want to go to this brewery, that brewery? Mm. And uh, I'll usually say yes, unless he doesn't reply to me like this last time. <laughs> oh, man, he is fucking black. <laughs> I, according to him, the message just didn't send. Like, he thought he sent it. Okay, sounds like my homeboy, Joe. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't see your text last night. Get the fuck out of here. You were playing at 3 a.m. All right, whatever, bro. Like, it's whatever. 
Like I wasn't mad about it, but yeah, I'm like, ah, damn, I would have actually gone. Uh, but uh, every time we go to ABW, since it's like right here in this area, mm-hmm. I'll be like, it closes at ten, and we're usually like, kind of just getting started, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so his go-to is usually, do you want to go to a uh, drought house, which is down this road, down Burnett. And, uh, it's kind of far from like ABW, like in the mm-hmm. grand scheme of things, it's like, it's going to take us like 15, 20 minutes to get there, depending on the lights. And I was like, you know, there's, there's turnstile. It's like right there. It'll take us like seven minutes to get there, bro. Like half mm-hmm. the time. And he never agreed. He was like, I've never heard of this place, dude. I don't trust you finally the last time i went out with him i convinced him and he's like this place is amazing <laughs> <laughs> they do have a really big beer selection and then uh, the only thing like their mixed drinks did go up but they do like train their bartenders really well Fuck yeah. so i do recommend turnstile cool. uh I've, it's a, another spot that i've heard that i'm just like i i ain't been but yeah if you're in this area it's it's, it's I also don't like unless it's like Pluckers, Pine House, or whatever the fuck like my standard kind of go tos. I'm not going out to drink, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, not, like I, unless uh, and breweries like breweries, yeah. distilleries, whatever. Yeah. Um, though I'm not gonna flex. I, distilleries I usually get free shit, but um, I, I I am privy to that because I have a friend that like all she does is the marketing for Jester yeah. King kind of thing. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, and now I show up to places and then I just tell them what I do and I get free drinks the entire time. Like, it's a little brotherhood. Well, yeah, no. So um, distilleries, the really fucking cool thing is, like, you just walk up with, like, a couple of bottles of, like, stuff and that's it. So my 20, or I'm 25th, my 31st birthday this year on the 25th of March, uh, we went over to, uh, I call it the Blanco 3, but it's also, like, the hat trick of Blanco um Andalusia, real ale and my lemon green and real ale they are also known as real spirits because they also make whiskey um but we just showed up with a bottle mm-hmm. or actually no two of just like special stuff that you can only get at the distillery and the bartenders were like like hard stop you're not paying for anything tonight mm-hmm. and so we just ended up saying like all right there's five of us six of us everybody 20 bucks tip so 120 bucks tip right there Boom, and we didn't pay for a goddamn thing the nice. whole fucking time. And we chilled out there for I'm like in the two, wrong three fucking racket, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, just like starting, because I've looked into jobs that are just like, hey, do you want to pour beer at Circle? And I'm like, damn, like $12 an hour. Right, bro. <laughs> I know, man. Like, I, but like I'm, the video game industry doesn't have that shit, at least not, <laughs> not like in the big corporate level where yeah. I'm at, where yeah. it's like, oh, you work for EA? Like, okay. Yeah, we'll give you Call of Duty for free because you're cool. Like, <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> but you got the Jedi shit. game for free. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Sam got the Jedi game for free because I gave him one of our games that he was like, I'm not going to play this. So he returned it at Target <laughs> for credit and got the Jedi game. <laughs> oh, man. Um. To answer uh, OZC, yeah, OZC's uh, question, Japanese whiskey, I'll say this, unless you're, like, dedicated to it, it's not necessarily trending right now. It's kind of trying to recover. So, um, 
and it, it, it happened real fucking fast. But between like 2015 to 2018-ish, there was a huge spike of Japanese whiskey. But in between that short period of time, they actually got in trouble because they found out that they were not actually aging out their whiskey for how long that they were saying they did. So Japanese whiskey at the time had very little to no regulation. It's kind of like Canadian whiskey. Canadian whiskey, the only regulation is that it has to be aged in Canada for two years. That's it. That's why all their whiskey looks as dark as it is, Crown Royal. That's all food coloring, caramel, and flavoring. There is nothing that's actually like that solid. dark brown. Yeah, like there's no way. Um, but Man, I'm without... starting to think you can't trust Canadians because like <laughs> most Bro, most Canadian maple syrup is from fucking Vermont. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, I'm not gonna get sidetracked yet. But uh, that whiskey that you just poured earlier from Treaty Oak, I, that's a fucking. Oh. I'll say something on that in a second. But um, yeah, so ja- Japan because of that. They had to go into their own system and legal system and actually make regulations for Japanese whiskey. And it's all now like you have to use cereal malt. You have to put it in like new charred oak barrels or use like bourbon barrels or something. Uh, it has to be aged in Japan for at least two to three years. It has to like – so it's crazy extreme standards that are like respectable now. But even some of the whiskeys that are out on the market are kind of like iffy with some people. Not okay. totally sure if they're actually the full twelve or eighteen years that you're supposed to supposed get from to, like yeah. a, from a Yamazaki. Um, oh man, is that the one with the samurai helmet? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Oh, maybe, maybe it might be. It might be. Only reason I'm not necessarily sure is because Whistlepig, who is in Vermont, but they also source from Canada whiskey. They actually have the boss hog which is always aged to like some crazy ass like 18 20 something year uh regulation that they do really badass like tops for them oh, okay yeah. and two years ago they had a samurai top oh so neat. that's why i'm like it could be but i don't remember a yamazaki with that yeah you know, i remember a boss hog with that but it might have been the bus. Because, like, yeah, I just walk around like, damn, that's a neat-ass bottle. I'm not <laughs> buying that. <laughs> Fuck no. Uh, but, yeah, speaking of Vermont um, maple syrup, so the bottle that I have over there of Treaty Oak, that was actually a really fucking cool project of mine. Uh, that was my first barrel-finishing project that I actually, like, officially did uh, at work. But it was with Project or Experimental 29... Two, or no, nine twenty-seven yeast, which with all those barrels coming out of it, we found had a blueberry note um, on the flavor profile, and we had gotten back a barrel that we had sent up to Vermont, where they, or I'm sorry, uh, Indiana, where they make maple syrup to sell to Canada <laughs> and to the states, and they put maple syrup in that barrel pulled the syrup out, sent the barrel back to us, and we dropped whiskey into it. So that is a maple nice. barrel finish that just came out perfect blueberry pancakes. Awesome. With maple syrup. But Did you do your number two yet, or still JJ's number two? I think it's still my number two. <laughs> oh, no. Well, did you? So the Toki. We're talking about the Toki. Oh, yeah. We were talking that about the Toki. Okay. Um, my number two, which we had actually 
poured kind of while yo, uh, we were telling the story. Yeah, uh, was the Yellow Rose 10th anniversary. So this bottle is arguably one of, if not my favorite bourbons I've ever had. Uh, period. So Houston Ferris, who is the master distiller over at Yellow Rose, is a dear friend of mine. Um, but previous to knowing him, this was objectively good. It was fantastic whiskey. And the blend that he did behind it was phenomenal because it was celebrating Yellow Rose's 10th anniversary. And at 100, I think it's 10 proof, uh, 14 proof, it, I believe, drinks at like 90. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real nice. It was really sweet, smooth. Yeah. Milk chocolate kind of Ovaltine uh, flavors to it. Um, Drink your Ovaltine, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's not just a beautiful and kind of sexy bottle. Uh, the top comes with like a little metal coin that's attached to it. And it's just the presentation of it's phenomenal. Uh, when you were talking about earlier, like price doesn't always talk about like the quality of whiskey. Mm-hmm. It's like a $110 bottle of whiskey. And I've gone through like five. <laughs> so, uh, this is genuinely one of my favorite fucking whiskeys. I think the only thing I've drank five or more of might be Makers and Jameson kind of thing. Like that, it does take. There's so many different flavors out there. At the oh, end yeah. of the day, yeah. like no, it's absolutely. so hard. That, absolutely, that was one of my favorite lines in the in that anime movie that I talked about in COVID. Uh, the night is the, ni- uh, the, the night, night is, is short. Walk on, walk on girl. girl. Uh, it's about a girl like basically bar hopping in in Tokyo, like in the bar district of Tokyo, and it's about this guy that's like pining after her and he chases after her like throughout the night, and the many misadventures they run into. Uh, but like when the girl goes to her first bar, she orders a cocktail and she's like, every cocktail, every spirit is like a beautiful gem. And I just want to find all of them. <laughs> that isn't like one of the, something that should be on my like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I didn't mean it to be something that I try, but it definitely like, um, you know, like how Xbox will put a percentage on like how far you are towards a quest. It's like I've definitely put a lot of work into <laughs> trying all the alcohols. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Uh I am going to get, um, this is going to be a little bit of a faster section this here real quick. And it's just honorable mentions. Uh, fun fact, I said I wouldn't mention wines. I lied. Not that I meant to lie, but I forgot about this one and I remembered it over the podcast. Where I really got into craft beers was Alaska. Alaska is this really niche place where, um, like, they do have, Anchorage is a city the size of Laredo. And they have, like nine ten uh, breweries uh three or four distilleries like it's an amazing foodie uh, place to go to interesting and um the girl that i dated that while i was up there she was all about it like she was all about like i need to try basically trying all the flavors kind of thing too and uh one of the things that she uh introduced me to is uh this blueberry merlot like it's basically a you can't get it shipped (laughs) You can't get it shipped here to Texas. Like, it does not come here. But it's just, instead of using grapes, for the most part, they use blueberries, and then they let them... Interesting. Yes. Holy shit. Also, an interesting spelling on that. 
<laughs> well, I, I, like, I mean, no, when I you like can make it, your but, own shit, so. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, fair. <laughs> fair. It's fair. Very fair. Oh, is that Sam? <laughs> Go to sleep. What the fuck? Sam. Sam. Hey, what's happening? <laughs> what's happening? Wait, 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 hold on. Aren't you in a fucking later time zone than we are? What the fuck time is it anyways? Yeah, it's like 11.30 where he is. 11.18. No, it's it. Where he is, yes. Yeah, where he is. Really? I thought He's it was two point. hour and two hour from no. coast to coast. No. Because it's like eight in Cali right now. There's no time zone between Central and East Coast. He's in Florida. Yes, I know that. I thought it was two hours, though. No, 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 there's no oh, time it's, zone. It's just Cali. That's ah, two hours. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the other side, you got mountain, then yeah, Cali. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh. Sammy out. Oh, yeah, Sammy of course. Out. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> You didn't cool. have to tell us that. We know you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been holding down the port. Um, the next one, uh, I, I feel embarrassed because this is the tequila, but it did get recommended to me by a white guy. That's all. He his whole TikTok shtick is like additive free tequila. It's El Ticolino. Oh, oh, bro! <laughs> so that's actually a really fucking good tequila. <laughs> Respect. Hey, uh, so uh, nerdy guy with glasses. Yep, yep, yep. So he and Lucas and Caesar are actually really good friends. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, yes, uh, and he's real fucking dorky, right? Like, yeah, yep, one hundred percent. Can't pronounce shit for his life. But yeah, his whole like shtick is just kind of like, um, "Hey guys, uh, yes, yeah." I am a really big advocate of adv- of additive additive free tequila. Yeah. <laughs> hey, respect, you know, it's like Dude, somebody's got to do the work. That's but. one of the. I know that um, I went to a party with our friend Topeka. Uh, Sam was actually there. We finished that whole bottle. And I was like, that's one of the first times that we downed a whole bottle and no hangover the next day because that's what Ad, like the, that dude, that, that nerdy glasses dude is literally like, it's not, if you drink tequila, it's less heavy than a lot of the other liquors that you might drink. Yeah. And I was drinking it mixed with soda water. So uh-huh. he's like, you will not feel hungover the next day. 100% was right. <laughs> so there's, there's two spirits in that people who... So there, um, I'm in a. Oh, that explains the. You go on, but I heard a Russell Crowe story that links to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm more interested in that. Oh, um, but so there's two spirits, and uh, I'm in a whiskey group. Uh, someone say whiskey. That's like one of the biggest whiskey groups in the world. Um, but the two spirits that are recommended to people who have either high blood pressure, diabetes, or whatever, because they're considered the quote unquote least harmful or what some people would say is like the healthiest well people say Uh, tequila is the healthiest of the it's tequila and then american made whiskey and it's because there's so many fucking regulations to american made whiskey that the moment you put any kind of coloring or flavoring into it cannot be considered whiskey that is awesome yeah so makes sense additive free tequila man it's top notch yeah so for the Russell Crowe story, <laughs> um, I forget what the other celebrity is, but it was a it was a younger guy on the come up. It might have been like a, a a music star, like it might have been like a post Malone. Russell Crowe has been around for a while. So yeah, yeah, Russell Crowe has been around for a while, but like in Russell Crowe's like younger like gladiator days, he was kind of a notorious alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> How to get those abs? <laughs> Well, this is how. (laughs) He was telling this younger celebrity, and again, I don't remember who the hell it was, 
but uh, he was telling them like, look, this is what I would do as like sort of a party trick because mm-hmm. I was, you know, a notorious drunk back in those days, blah, blah, blah. I would get like the champagne bucket that they give you at the hotel or whatever, fill it with ice, like to the top with ice. And then I'd get a bottle of tequila and he named a brand, but I don't remember it right now. And he's like, and I would just pour it all into the, into the bucket. And then I just get like a splash of orange juice or whatever mixer they had just. And then I just like sip on that with a straw throughout the whole night. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I wouldn't get a hangover the next day. Well, the the newbie celebrity tried it, but he forgot the ice part. And, <laughs> and Russell Crowe was like, bro, the ice is the fucking point. <laughs> the ice melts as soon as you pour the tequila on it. It waters it down. I feel like I've heard this story. I don't know why I want to say it was Daniel Craig. It might have been Daniel Craig. I don't know why I want to say that. Legit, though, that is, whenever I'm on a cut, like, that I want to look, like, look a little bit more Dorito-shaped. Yeah. That is my trick. It's, <laughs> I've, it's tequila, soda water, on the ice. So yeah. <laughs> the, I I learned that it's I'm not necessarily an alcoholic. I just like, <laughs> I just need a liquid. I just need a liquid. So uh, if you order that. As the ice melts, and then I was just like, oh, I just need water. <laughs> like, like literally, if I could go up, if I had the, the mental mind, like, I don't want to go up to a bar and just be like, just give me a Coke in between my yeah. drinks. Like, if I could do that, definitely would drink, would spend less every night that I go out. But I don't do that. So what I do do is it, it'll be tequila, soda water, and ice. So even after everything is gone, I literally basically have a secondary drink, yeah, every yeah. drink that I have kind of thing. I feel you. Uh, what's it called? I was going to say, uh, oh, um, so one of the biggest whiskey YouTubers in the mm-hmm. world, uh, Whiskey Vault, Whiskey Tribe, uh, based here in Austin, uh, Crowded Barrel. Um, Daniel and Rex, they do a lot of really cool shit, but recommend genuinely once every quarter, just cold turkey week, just like nothing, no, no drink, uh, refreshes the palate, helps you. How often? Once every quarter. Okay. Yeah. So it's like just a week, you know, no drinking, boom, that's it. Um, it, I I, I do do that, but not on purpose. I, I feel you. No, I mean, well, so like um, work so, gets really heavy some weeks, and it's just like, <laughs> all right, not I don't have time to drink, but then I do a little bit go hardcore the next week after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, um, but I've had two instances where like uh, when my wife and I were dating, she was just like she really scared that I was an alcoholic, and I was like, all right, cool. Three months, just boom, cold turkey. And then we went up to Denver, and I was like, all right, can I fucking drink now? Like, we were, <laughs> like and she was just like. Uh, yeah, no, you like straight up like did it, and then um, just because I was doing a whole bunch of like physical tests and with the doctor, just like your thirty year checkup or whatever right. the fuck it was, I yeah did another three months from whatever the fuck September October no October November December yeah December did that and I actually did four and so I was like yeah see I'm fucking not an alcoholic like, you, you just <laughs> I just enjoy the flavor I genuinely do yeah, enjoy, yeah. enjoy the flavor of it um, I will say. The one thing I will fucking do some harm to people if they t- get taken away from me, caffeine. 
Caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> Caffeine, I think, scientifically is more uh, addictive. Uh, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. It's like more addictive than nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> like, but again, I like my last cigar I had was like, I don't know, eight something months ago. Everyone has uh, got to have something, bro. But is yeah, it was like caffeine, bro. Like Monday, my homeboy was just like, Fucking bro. Fucking need it. Yeah, he was just like. <laughs> Just take a sip of my my like monster. I'm like, I don't want to owe you money because if I take a sip from it, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy you like two yeah, more. Like, oh, no caffeine, caffeine. It's caffeine. funny caffeine. you say it. I had a cousin that was well. He's still around. Like he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a cousin. I, have a- <laughs> I still have a cousin. But in the before time, he was a really really big drinker. And like, I remember one of the times we went to. San Antonio for like my grandma's birthday. Uh, not San Antonio, technically Castroville, in this ranch, middle of nowhere, no liquor stores around, no WalMarts like within twenty minutes. So he was like, "How much beer we got? <laughs> like we only got a case of Bud Light." He was a Bud Light guy. He's like, "We only got one, and it's a twenty-four, man. I can finish that by myself." <laughs> so. Uh, this was several years back, but like since then he stopped. Like cold turkey doesn't drink anymore, and now he gets like O'Doul's or stuff whenever we have like a a yeah. big barbecue or a get together, just so mm-hmm. he has the taste. Like, yeah. um, but <laughs> from what I've heard from like his siblings, he's like, oh no, he hasn't gotten better. He just replaced beer with caffeine. Like now he <laughs> now instead of finishing a case of Bud Light, he drinks like six monsters a day. <laughs> I'll say this. Also, I can substitute any time that I'm like semi craving a beer, just sparkling water. <laughs> that's 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 lit- it's literally just a liquid. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. It's sparkling water. Like boom, that's it. And sparkling like, water is a hack. Like I, yeah, no, I found that out. Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, my my last uh, honorable mention, and this is so I, I just got into craft beer. This is when I was nineteen. Went to a, a HEB in San Antonio that has a lot more selection because I think the best uh, craft beer you can find in our hometown is Shiner. <laughs> that is what Miguel credits his like love of craft beer to. Like. <laughs> um, so I went and I saw this label and I was like, "That's one of the coolest thing." And then I read the label and it was like. The devil himself gave this recipe to the people that were trying to it, trying it. It's called Modite uh, by <laughs> Unibrow. What the fuck? I've never heard of them. You can find that anywhere, but uh, it's a Canadian distillery. And then, like the legend behind the beer is, there was some some dudes just canoeing, and the devil shows up, and he's like, "Hey, do you want like the best beer in all the land?" And <laughs> The guys were like, sure, fuck it. And the devil picks up the canoe, and it's like, that's why the picture is the canoe and fucking sp- uh, the air and shit. Mm-hmm. And they go like time traveling or interdimensional time to this, to I guess the devil's distillery. And he was like, hey, try this. Here's the recipe. And that's what Maudite comes from. Interesting. <laughs> this is sounding an awful lot like that fierce whiskers promotion you were telling me where it's like, good. <laughs> <laughs> Go paddleboard. <laughs> no, I've never heard of Madai. Well, do you guys have any honorable mentions, or do we just dive into our number ones? Uh, I got two honorable mentions here. I was gonna say I got a couple of them. <laughs> I'll go real quick with mine. This one's kind of new. It's on the come up. It's not something I normally drink, but damn, if I don't like to mix it with a watermelon soda, if I can find it, damn. 
<laughs> it's Smirnoff Tamarindo. <laughs> Smirnoff Tamarindo. God damn, I can't help it. I'm Mexican, bro. <laughs> I never, I've never seen that before. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Well, so it's been around for at least about two years, maybe. Yeah. But, um, I. I already made my statement. I will fight on vodka. And so that's the only reason why I haven't tried it. But it, it, it's not like, yeah, like I, I like will. Rocks. I will. I will totally understand if there is a vodka purist out there that's like, this is the fireball of vodkas. <laughs> totally get it. Granted. And I think there's other tamarindo vodkas out there now, but I ha- I just haven't been able to find them. Smirnoff is just like the biggest name in the game, so yeah. it's it's easy to find. But damn, if you don't get a, like a jarrito soda and pour some of this shit in there, it tastes exactly like those watermelon like rebanaditas lollipops. <laughs> oh Holy God, fuck, bro. dude! Like this is my childhood. Only it's getting me drunk. <laughs> And isn't that sometimes just all we're asking for? <laughs> <laughs> well, Emiliano, your uh, honorable mentions. Um, well, do you have another one? I don't know. Uh, two? Oh, yeah, he yeah, did yeah, say yeah. two. Uh, the other one, and I blame this one completely on my cousin Danny. Oh, bro. It's Tito's. Hey, man, that's the godfather, unfortunately, of distilleries in Texas. Yeah. Distiller allocation number one. Uh, I do ones. like that Tito's is the only, I mean, it's not, it's not cool that it's the only one, but I do like that Tito's is making its way into rap songs and stuff like that. Like, yeah. the brand has gotten so I big. Know, <laughs> Wild. For, so, one of my cousins, Danny, he, yeah. he's uh, the brother of the other cousin that I mentioned that replaced uh, Bud Light with monsters. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, Danny, he's a, a DJ, like, and so he goes out to a lot of, like, parties and stuff. Like, he'll take requests and whatnot. And every time he's out, they're like, hey, I'll buy you a shot if you, like, play my song next. And he'll be like, bet, shot of Tito's. And he'll have, like, a case of Red Bull with him. That's his drink. Like, he always drinked Tito's and Red Bull. That was his go-to. Like, every time we had to get together, like, Grandma's birthday, whatever the fuck, just a random family reunion, quinceanera, he'd be DJing, and we'd... I'd call him up. I'd be like, hey, Danny, I'm, like, on my way over to Dallas. I'm going to stop at Specs. What do you want? Handle the Tito's, bro. Handle the Tito's. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> oh, man. Tito's the only vodka you can drink. I, honestly, you got to try different vodkas. Dripping Springs is really good. Dripping Springs is Bates really Springs good. Is yeah. really She's good. from California. She's not going to get a Dripping Springs vodka, though. Oh, well. Yeah. The same way I can't get Warbringer because it's from California. <laughs> she can't get. There, there are better vodkas in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> Western Suns. Yeah. So they make a blueberry vodka that tastes just like blueberry muffins. It's fucking amazing. It wasn't Smirnoff, but someone in there in our answers, and it was straight. It, they, their answer was straight vodka, but it was uh, Ciroc. That's what it oh, was. Sir- oh, and I was. Okay. I mean, Ciroc's a cheap, but yeah, sure. I mean, all vodkas are cheap. I think outside of, I think Grey Goose is the most expensive. Oh, no, I was just saying cheat. Like, oh, yeah. It's a cheat. Like, that's, yeah, that's, you're fucking cheating the system there, bro. It's not, I guess, vodka, but fuck out of here. Maybe it won't be brandy or some shit made out of fucking 
Great. Russian vodka hits different. Uh, I I had Russian, Russian stand- standard. Russian standard, man. Oh, <laughs> that wow. Back in our bootlegging days. <laughs> yeah, we used man. to definitely feel, because... Um, we I couldn't mean, find any of them fancy frosted bottles. <laughs> <laughs> we used to feel like we were pseudo anarchist communist kind of shit like and then it's like go to mexico as, as an 18 year old buy bottles and bootleg them across so when you saw that russian standard vodka with russian letters all over it we were yeah. like yep that's what we're bringing <laughs> 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 um yeah uh the honorable mentions that i got uh so don't know if y'all want to just like pound through them or like <laughs> Try them. Or By the way, this is what Russian standard vodka yes. looks like yeah, when you for don't. For those who don't know, yeah. <laughs> it's top notch. Uh, but I got two balcones. So, speaking of Shiner, uh, about now five to six ish years ago, uh, balcones and Shiner Bach actually partnered up. And Shiner took Shiner, or I'm sorry, balcones took Shiner Bach beer. With their uh, proprietary yeast and made whiskey out of it. And that's what's here. So this is whiskey Shiner Bach before Shiner became a distillery. Okay, I got to try that. (laughs) Uh, This is one of just my all-time favorite whiskeys ever. Uh, This is a four-year-age version of it. Uh, Then TX Whiskey, who is also one of the... um, more controversial distilleries in the state of Texas. They are by square footage the largest distillery in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. They actually bought out um, the his. I don't know why it's historic, but historic neighboring golf course. Yeah. So it's like a twenty no forty something acre distillery. Um, but that is one of my favorite and was one of my introductions into barrel finishes that i really really fell in love with it is a port barrel finish also speaking about you know kind of wines and wine touch and whiskeys uh but they do phenomenal stuff um if uh to answer the controversial portion they do and they are most known for their tx blended uh but that is a gns meaning majority vodka fortified whiskey. Uh. yeah so whenever TX, you see, uh, TX whiskey has been the most advertised of the local Texas whiskey. Yes. Yeah. Um, so up in Fort Worth, but aside from that blended, um, they everything from their bourbon, their cast strength bourbon, their port cognac and sherry finished bourbons, mm-hmm. all of their bottled and bonds and all their exper- experimental whiskeys are grain to glass Texas. So, damn. Yeah, it was really good. Now we got to go buy another bottle of this. <laughs> Take it to Alfred. Can't. Take it to Paco. Actually, let me let me reward that. Can't. <laughs> Can't. No. Uh, so because, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna pull this. You're not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm, I'm always, jump him. No. <laughs> always. He hasn't had the, the vodka yet. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this bottle uh, was distillery only release, and they sold out. The Saturday it got fucking released, and of course, five hundred yeah. bottles. Um, I, yeah, I can't consider, blame anyone that bought it. <laughs> yeah, consider also that the fact that at the time it was released, there was a two bottle limit per person 
for 30 days. Not a month, every 30 days that you made a purchase, you can only buy two bottles. That law yeah. is changing, however. Uh, September 1st, you can now buy four bottles per every 30 days. But um, also the other kicker, this is a 63.4% ABV. Sold 126. I might have poured with two bucks. <laughs> 126.8. How many couches Sammy got? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. You sleep in his bed tonight. <laughs> he already went to bed. <laughs> he, he doesn't got no he does, he's not in the shows right now, Keith. <laughs> he ain't got a note till it's on YouTube. He ain't got to watch the show. <laughs> yeah, right. He's, he ain't gonna know. Brother ain't gonna know. Um, uh, I'll yeah, have, but that's that's honorable mentions, and we can get to the port if y'all want or whatnot. Um, um, Sam isn't here, but I do know that he rep, he reps rum really hard. That's his favorite oh, thing. Man. He likes spice rums a lot. Interesting. Uh, so when I was in college, like Captain and Coke was my go-to. Right? So his thing, I don't know if it's a price thing because you know how in college you still fall under certain things. Uh, his was Kraken, and he uh, he will tell stories about Kraken all day and night. Yeah, Kraken's pretty solid. Um, there is a fucking Veracruzano rum. I'm fucking forgetting the name of it, but every single version of it is a single barrel, but it's all 10-year-old rum, and it's made in Veracruz, Mexico, but they are up. Mocambo? Mocambo, I think. Uh, But phenomenal rum, Um, Mexican-made rum, and they are really good. The other one is uh, uh, Flor de Caña, and they are Nicaraguan, and that is also really top-notch stuff. I'll have to try those out because, yeah, I'm not too well-versed when it comes to rums. I do like – I like tiki drinks a lot, so – Oh, man. <laughs> I got a buddy. I won't even get you fucking connected. <laughs> Spout down the road. He's all tiki, but, yeah. I, I do like tiki drinks a lot, but also tiki drinks have a lot of shit that I was like, what the fuck is Orjad? I'm I'm never going to make this. <laughs> But, uh, so because of that, I'm not too well versed in rums, but I tend to lean more towards like the aged rums and the like Jamaican rums. Like I'm not, I'm not too much. Mount Gay is my favorite rum. Mount Gay Gay is fucking amazing. Mount Gay is really fucking good. Uh, Appleton is also Appleton. Yeah. That's, that's my go-to. I've heard of one called Denizen, but I haven't been able to find it here. Denizen's supposed to be like the it's got the notes of like the traditional old school like tiki drinks like from the 50s after the war when tiki drinks were becoming the thing it's they were pretty much made with like denizen eight year rum but yeah i haven't been able to find it here so. jj i'm gonna take you to the tiki bar sometime uh, i mean yeah they oh, might well, have it there I, if but y'all <laughs> want tiki like 100 percent. i got a like a buddy i work with he's my gin and rum guy bro he I'm down. Fucking set you up. Like I was just gonna go take JJ to Ramen Tatsuya or the Tiki Tatsuya. The tiki. <laughs> I, that's one of his best spots. He's like he says like this is one of the best spots if you want Tiki and like whatever. Else. I had a lot of fun the last time I went. I do yeah. like my Tatsuya. I ain't never been, like, but yeah. Um. So just shout out real quick. Uh, wanted to say, hey guys, if you just um 
message me on Instagram, start the process, or even message the Mexilence Instagram. Um, all you got to do is send 20 bucks, and that includes shipping. And you can get this T-shirt. Um, it's a design that I made with a local tattoo artist. It's my local thing. It's a DIY project. And um, all it is is just trying to get the, the emblem and everything out there. Uh, also, it's a pretty badass shirt, yeah, honestly. Man. And uh, this is JJ's. Uh, JJ oh. gets one just for being a member well, of the show. <laughs> you didn't tell me that it was your fucking design, bro. That's fucking pimp. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I am. Um, I have this weird thing where I'm very imaginative, but just very shitty with a pencil. Same. <laughs> Same. I get that. I get that. Um, uh, on to our, my, our number ones. So my number one, this was just my go-to beer for the longest time. By longest time, I mean about a year and a half because that's how long this beer existed. <laughs> and it's uh, by Fourth Tap. It's called Soundcheck. Interesting. Oh, yeah. And what this beer was just designed to do is it was just like it's a, a crispy – like it literally – kind of was like a nicer Coors Banquet like we talked about earlier yeah. and it was just like hey man this beer won't get you too fucked up really fast like in the sense of like when you think of because they did have heavy stouts and um, I forgot what it's called but like the beers with heavy citrus and uh, notes and stuff like that. IPAs? Yeah. Well, oh. not IPAs, but there's there's a like level above that. Wheat the triples? Oh, triples. Oh, tri- triples. Triples. They didn't make that. Tri- tri- fucking I mean, trapels? Yeah. yeah. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Fucking trapels. I'm uh, finished and I yeah. got fucking trapels. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, the, their whole thing was like, we're not, they do make beers like that, but this thing was like, Hey, we want a beer that you can take down the river. We want a beer that you can drink three or four of, and you're just in a loosey-goosey mood to go to the show, because that's why it's called Soundcheck. Fuck, uh, yeah. And I literally think that I bought the last six-pack of this. I found it in a random gas station that collects beer down the street. And oh, yeah. I don't know which one. <laughs> and I drank two of them, and I left them in the fridge, and then our friend Elijah was in town from out of town, oh, no. and he drank all of them. Oh, no. He's why the bottle of Centario over there is gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, I don't know. That dude is 25, 24, like I said, and he would spend all his time editing his own podcast and then drinking the rest of the bottles and as he was playing uh, Counter-Strike or whatever the fuck kids play these days. (laughs) (laughs) But he drank all the sound checks and he was just, he literally sent me a picture with the last one. He was like, damn, this is the best beer I ever had. Thanks, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sad that I will never find this again. I'm sad Fourth Tap no longer exists, but it, it, it was my favorite, like, I'm just chilling right now beer. Damn. 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 Some of those fucking, like, golden coins you'll just never find again, man. That's Pretty bad. much, man. Shoo. Yeah. Fuck Chappelle, though. <laughs> <laughs> JJ, your number one. So this makes a decent triple, but but yeah, you right. Like, <laughs> fucking dangerous, man. They are, because, like, they're sweet. <laughs> so, you know, we had, um, so at, uh, I work at Treaty Oakham Distillery, for yeah. those who are not familiar with it. Um, our brewer, head brewer, is a fucking badass. Josh is just, like, top-notch. He's an old head, 40-something years old. Motherfucker's just, like, magic in the fucking brewer room. Um, he had a barrel, or gin barrel-aged trapel. That was like amazing flavor, nice, sweet citrus, but also like fruity and floral. 
uh, we think floral probably picked up from that gin barrel. Motherfucker didn't tell us <laughs> this shit. How strong they are? Well, no, that this shit, he actually like semi-brewed it wrong. Oh. It came out at 14 fucking percent. <laughs> that's wine, bro. <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing is uh, something that we did not also include is that beer, barley wine is a thing yeah. that a lot of yes. people love. Yeah. <laughs> and this motherfucker, oh, it like, didn't include mead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, like this shit came out at 14 something percent. And so a buddy and I, uh, I was giving him rides to and from work. Um, he worked with me, still does, uh, but didn't have a car at the time. And so we were like, you know, after work and just like, yeah, two, three, you know, whatever. And like, we're just creeping close to his neighborhood and we're just like hit like a fucking <laughs> brick wall. Like, bro, what the fuck did we drink? And then we're just like, all right, you know what? We're getting home like just in time. Boom. Cool. Cut it. That's it. We're going to sleep. Second, next day, fucking same thing. And we're like, what is going on? <laughs> the Friday we go back into work, we're like, Josh, what the fuck do you have on that tap? And he's like, oh, well, that's the gin barrel aged Prell. We're like, what's the ABV on that motherfucker? And he's like, oh, it's like 14.6%. Four, and it's like, dog, <laughs> you could have given a fucking heads up, man. Oh, man, yeah, no, Trapels is wild. Yeah. Trapels is wild. They are good. I do like them. Cellus makes a really good one that I... Is it it's, like uh, lavender or something? Or it's purple something. I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah. You could get it at H-E-B. Like, if you live in Texas, you could probably find it. But, um, yeah, it's typically the one that I go to. I'm rarely in the mood for tripels or triples. But, like, every once in a while, I'm like, God damn it, these fucking customers... <laughs> I need something strong. <laughs> I need your biggest, cheapest, Solis strongest drink. does have drink. the best food trucks, too. They do. I what? never what? Been out to Solis, but That Circle Taco truck's really, really The fun. new one? The BDF place? Yeah. yeah, I was there, like, on Monday or Sunday, and it was a mile. Where the fuck is Solis? Solis is, like, right there. Okay. Yeah, yeah Solis is up the road a little bit. Dude, yeah. Have y'all done the BDF pizza? They ha- they sell it at that at the at Circle like JJ okay, was saying. I was gonna say because there's a spot south uh, South Austin. Palo Taco. I don't know the spot, but it's close to um, Moon Tower. Yeah. Yeah, and they uh, they do fucking pizza. Pizza and fuck. Man. I know it's trendy, but I've not had bad pizza. <laughs> no, no, yeah. The moment I hear a not Mexican name. That's me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, bro, that's it. I'm all right, I haven't done that yet. But the, <laughs> all the places I've, like, literally the, the dude that I bought BDF from at Circle, like, that dude doesn't speak English. And I was like, okay. I mean, you yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but he's like, is he at least from the Valley or something? <laughs> or something you know? I mean, he doesn't speak English. I don't know where he's from, but, I mean. Te gusto. See? <laughs> ah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um. Uh, all right, so my yeah, number one. one yes. Yeah. Also something I won't be able to get. Oh, no. At least not here. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I didn't bring an example because I can't. Can't get it here. Yeah. And it is uh, Absinthe from oh, New Orleans. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Wait a second. I got a buddy in New Orleans. Oh really? Like dead ass, yeah, for real. Well, well, hang on. Well, yeah, well, after yeah. There, there's more to this story. So I, I just googled absinthe, and uh, this That's is one of my favorite it. images that showed up. <laughs> All right, yeah, I want that bottle. <laughs> but no, the reason absinthe is my number one 
is because uh, when we went to New Orleans, yeah. you, me, Jordan, and I forget who else went. Uh, Jessica and Pam went with us. Pam. Pam was the one I was blanking on. Uh, we stopped at a little like hole-in-the-wall bar that also did like a burlesque show. And they served absinthe. And that was like their that was their marquee attraction like yeah burlesque absinthe and me and jordan were like how do we get both and they're like good news <laughs> you can only get one if you get the other <laughs> so by the way i lose i use atlas obscura everywhere that i travel kind of thing atlas obscura is amazing for new orleans i have all these suggestions on if you go to new orleans Hey, here's a laundry list. Like we went to a bar where the Rolling Stones hang out. Um, we went to like the famous Voodoo Museum. There were the um, what's the big parade they have there? Fat Tuesday kind of museum and stuff like. There was a lot. Museum of the Death was on that list, and this place was on that list. And it was just kind of like, oh yeah, you'll, you'll love the drinks. And I didn't think anything of it, uh, but it was just like we paid twenty dollars for the shot of absinthe. And then it's $20 extra for the show while I was there with my girlfriend at the time and Pam. And she was like, well, I don't want to pay for the show. Continue, JJ. Who right. paid for both? So me and Jordan went to the show. <laughs> and it was just us two. Like, it was just like this hot lady. And I was like, oh, man, hot lady. And she's like, oh, are you guys paying for the show? Yeah. Okay, well, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. So both of us, like, go into, like, this small room in the back. And, like, she, yeah, she does her thing. She takes her top off. She takes her bra off. And she, like, throws it. And, like, you know, Jordan catches one. I catch the other. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, all right. So with the show, you get a shot of absinthe. And we serve it, you know, the traditional way here. So she gets like two glasses, right? And she. Oh, I thought it was gonna be like a body shot or something. Who's <laughs> <laughs> like? She gets these two glasses and she puts like the little like sugar cube in the spoon or whatever, and she's like, "All right, left or right?" <laughs> left. And so then, yeah, she gets the bottle of abs and she pours it on her left titty. <laughs> and then that goes into the drink and she's like, there you go. And that was Jordan's shot. And I was like, well, I want right. <laughs> yeah, bro. So, yeah, we, we took our little like cocktail of absinthe out to the bar and we we're like, damn, that was a good show. <laughs> Side note, I don't mean them. Like, this was supposed to be a quick show. We just love alcohol. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Especially for you. I know you've checked your watch a couple times. But I do want to tell a quick story about absinthe because we found a bottle of absinthe in Mexico. Um, and Oh, um, hey. Aye. Ollie, uh, Ollie, oxen hey. free. Um, Thank you very much. So the bottle of absinthe that we found in Mexico, it led to these weird stories. And so the, all the stories about absinthe are not true. It's not made with hallucinogens or wormwood. Yeah, no, or, no, 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 for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you would know that as a distiller. Uh, but so there's still something weird that happens that all my friends that drink absinthe and got fucked up on absinthe were the happiest drunks that they've ever been. And like literally our friend Renee got so drunk that he threw up without gagging. Like, just straight, like... Oh, just... 
Uh, oh. <laughs> Whoa, fucking like the waterfall and fucking <laughs> Yeah, no. No, but, but just like, Blech. this is the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> oh, that's, a, that's almost scarier. <laughs> I'd rather have a fucking trip or something, man. With me, it was different because when we paid for the show, I was already like, man, I'm pretty fucking drunk. Like, <laughs> Fun note about that. We were all, uh, me, Jordan, JJ, Pam, we're all blackout. Like, and then the D, well, not the DD, they're just in charge of getting the Uber back to the D- Airbnb. They're no, they don't need yeah. to be straight. They just need to be straight enough. Yeah. 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 That's the one that everyone thought was fucked up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you we had to New- leave that dungeon bar early. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Have you been to New Orleans? Uh, once, unfortunately, not partying though. No, it's it's all right. As long as you walk down the sidewalk, you would know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's tripping on the sidewalk, kind of thing, but not because she's drunk, just because like it's hard to walk on that yeah. sidewalk. It's a piedras negras sidewalk. Say, it's yeah. like a fucking Mexican sidewalk, man. Like yeah. you just go down, and it's like you're either like too far, too far up. Oh, that's probably what it was. Like yeah. you and me are used to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's five so, so she trips over the sidewalk a little bit. And the bar, uh, the the bouncer's like, she's got to, oh, she's got to go. Fuck man! And we are at the we we are having all the fun that we can have. We're like taking shot pictures in the dungeon bar in the electric chair and shit like that. Um, and then they're like, you guys had to leave. You, she was barely allowed in the bar, and now she has a drink in her hand. And I was like, but she's the most sober. <laughs> <laughs> fuck man! No, yeah, like. When we got to the absent bar, I was like pretty drunk, like probably like the drunkest I've been up to that point. And Jordan was like, I'm not going to be able to finish my my glass of absinthe. And I was like, give it here, bro. (laughs) So I drank it. And when I drank it, I hit like I went beyond. I I always joke with my buddies that I describe my drunkenness on Super Saiyan levels because it's like Super Saiyan one, like yeah, I'm buzzed, I'm I'm but I'm having a good time, like I'm strong, I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. Super Saiyan two, like I have to go a little bit farther, but like yeah. I'm I'm I, st- I still got my wits about me. Super Saiyan three, like no, that's that's too much power. I can't hold on to it for that long. I was Super Saiyan three already. Jordan hands me like his goblet and I'm like, ah, I got it, bro. Like, don't worry about it. I drink that and I went beyond. Like, I was no longer blackout. <laughs> I was no longer Super Saiyan 3. I was Super Saiyan God. I was like, fuck <sighs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, I get you. I, I do like, I do the one through 10. Uh, one, two is like buzz. Three, four, maybe five is like tipsy. Then, like, once either five or six, you're, like, drunk. Yeah. Seven, eight, you're getting into, like, your turn. Like, you're on the <laughs> Nine is, like, you have a choice. <laughs> and, like, but the choice is, like, very slim. And That's very, funny because yeah. I would put my choice, fleeting. like, at seven. But, yeah. <laughs> but, like, your choice is, like, very fleeting and in the moment. And, it's like, like, between eight, nine, and ten are, like, moments and yeah, I yeah. have to choose 
But it, the nine is fleeting, and then you just be blackout. I've learned like so much about how much about drinking, how much I can handle that night. It's about what I did before I even put a li- drink to my lips. Yeah. yeah. Did you eat? Did yeah. you sleep well? Oh, yeah. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. I mean, I, I like, drinking always full time. If not, just, like, control yourself. But TJ's birthday party. I bought. You Wendy's literally have double. to buy a burger right before. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy's double at least minimum. <laughs> nah, man. For me, it's like fucking water burger, just like closing things up, man. Well, Emiliano, as a special guest of honor, what's your number uno? Um, my number one is probably and arguably, I almost poured that myself. It's <laughs> arguably I almost bought that best. Texas bourbon I have fucking ever had. Uh, so, this also comes from the first distiller in the state of Texas to make whiskey. Dan Garrison himself and the Garrison Brothers Distillery. Uh, this is the ever so highly touted, uh, touted Lady Bird that has just released um maybe about a month ago now and still fucking hard to find uh, in liquor stores. Well, I should clarify. I almost bought Garrison Brothers. Not that one. Did it have a red label? Huh? Did it have a red label? Garrison Brothers does not have a red label. (laughs) Okay, I thought I saw one with a red label. No, Garrison Brothers have a gold, orange, Orange, purple, and blue label, and then their standard black wax and then a silver for their single barrels. Um, this is 114 proof. Woo! (laughs) Woo! (laughs) But this is essentially, so if you're not familiar, oh, they also do have a yellow wax. Um, the yellow wax is their honey finished, um, whiskey that it's an interesting process, but essentially they take... Former, former Garrison bourbon barrels, chop them all up into like short little pieces, drop them all into a vat of honey, pull those pieces of uh, wood out, drop those pieces into a full barrel of um, Garrison Brothers, let that age out for about a year. But what they did with this is they then took that whiskey that had honey finished staves in them put it into a cognac barrel for another year that's also another thing that it's just like i i don't drink cognac at all me neither <laughs> fuck that but, but when you tell me it's in a cognac barrel yes i'm like mm. yeah. uh so that is the ladybird um and it's probably the best texas bourbon i've Smells good. Just it does. Smell. Yeah. That's too smooth. 114 proof. That's why I'm like that's yeah, that's, yeah. You, you know how, like it's not a, it's not a I'm prob- gonna catch a case. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a problem that I have with candy liquors. By candy liquors, I mean like 99 bananas yeah, and yeah, Fireball yeah, and shit sure. like that, where it's just kind of like oh. Like, the people that drink it, like, literally in high school, it's like, oh, the Smirnoff apple tastes so smooth. Like, I I don't feel like I'm getting drunk at all. Never been my problem. Yeah. This has been my problem. 
<laughs> oh, this tastes so smooth and good. Like, I yeah. could drink yeah. this all night. <laughs> yeah. That's my problem with stouts. It's like, oh, man, this is really good. It tastes like candy, like, but not like... Like like super sweet candy. Uh, I was not like Jolly like, Ranchers. It's like cho- yeah. like chocolate milk with the oomph. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you know. That is it, a good way to describe snacks. <laughs> then yeah, I check man. it as like ten percent. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Like for a beer drinker, I never learned what ABUs like really matter. They what, ABUs or ABVs. ABVs. Sorry. ABVs. Uh, ABVs are so. Let me. I might be ABUs. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, so ABV, the percentage to tell the proof on any kind of alcoholic double spirit or whatever. Yes, you double it. So if wine, if it's 14 proof or ABV. No, no, it's not that. Okay, no, no. Then, never mind. I don't know what the fuck. You're about. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not a beer guy. Um, Are you just talking about finding, like, what's your medium? <laughs> no, there's, like, a union kind of thing that it, like... Uh, the gravity? Or no, I, I don't remember maybe, what it is. Maybe you. Uh, beer, al- I'm going to just Google beer alcohol units. ABU. Huh. Watch it just be ABV. <laughs> like, one of those weird... He might be referring to gravity, because, like, from making beer, I know that, like, that... Yeah, yeah. That gravity is like fucking weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't know what kind of math you're doing to gauge that it's gonna be nine percent, but I believe you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, so beer chem is what uh it's initially called, at least for the whiskey level. But yeah, you're essentially seeing the amount of sugars that are it's, it is ABV. I'm oh, wrong. Okay. <laughs> ABV. Yeah, no, ABV, so ABV is just times two, that's the proof. Yeah, uh, but that's how it works. Even like with stouts, or like, oh yeah, this is yeah, yeah, with all, everything, and, yeah, everything. anything yeah. that has alcohol, ABV is the percentage. It's by volume. So like, yeah. if this alcohol is by volume, yeah, yeah. so if this is like thirty percent, that means that a third of this is pure one hundred percent alcohol. If I boil the rest okay. of this, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, thank you for coming out with us tonight. I don't want to hold anyone up. It's uh, this this podcast went so much longer than I thought it would. But also, we have a I, lot uh, of drunk uh, stories. Uh, <laughs> also, we were having a lot of fun. Oh, it's only eleven, but fair. Um, this is technically <laughs> early like, for us. <laughs> I know this is early for us, but I, I was literally like, we were halfway through three, and I was like, oh, we're gonna be out of here, but in an hour and a half. And then we started telling drunk stories about our food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this once... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will be here all night, if that's what it takes. But it's just a matter of, like, I don't want to keep you all here. So uh, thank you all for coming out. Please follow our Instagram if you want to know where to schedule with for next week. Uh, please follow Emiliano El Whiskelero on Instagram if yeah. you want to have more information. You buy this t-shirt. Yeah, it's a badass fucking shirt, man. Uh, again, <laughs> I had no idea that this was your like kind of design and thought process. Pimp if you want to buy this shirt. t-shirt, you know who to message. That gang. <laughs> but yeah, thank you all for coming out. Thank you all for sticking with it. Uh, join, in us, join us next week and have a good weekend, y'all.
try any of the alcohols we've mentioned here tonight. If you, if can, you find can find them. them. If you can find <laughs> them, if you're in Texas, uh, Total Wine is where you can find at least most of the distilleries. Um, where whiskey. you can find me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I have easier access to most of these spirits or fly down to austin and do a brewery yeah, tour come, come or go to chicago and try that the yeah. ninjas versus unicorn <laughs> uh, shout out to the texas whiskey trail because y'all are top notch and what helps us make texas whiskey fucking great and badass yeah and follow texas whiskey society uh, ATX yeah, ATX Whiskey Society uh, and Whiskey Ladle. Um, I'm trying to figure that whole shit out. I don't know how I can't get it on Instagram. <laughs> I'm just not. I'm just surprised I, you're not there when they're talking. Well, yeah, well so uh, yeah, uh, we do split streams and live streams, and at least every Tuesday um, is what yeah, we yeah. try to do. I've seen you um, guys, but uh, yeah, and Whiskey Ladle. If you want to see my uh, ugly mug, and then um, some of the shit behind Texas Whiskey. Uh, and ATX with Society will uh, will show up, show out. But thank you all for uh, bearing with us. Thank you all for enjoying the show, and thank you all for all the subs and everything. We can't do this. We literally live for you. We love you guys. Choo-hoo!